Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning, top of the morning, fine people. We're getting it cracking here today on the Coach JB Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every single day. Can't wait to get today's show underway. Zach Smith will be joining me, Matt McChesney later on. We're going to talk all things football, college, and NFL. It's going to be an electric week. Got great guests lined up. And we're going to be talking about Monday night's football game tonight. Plus, why is Kyler Murray 0-2 since the Call of Duty launched? The new Call of Duty. Do players really invest in their bodies in the offseason? Talking about Josh Allen in particular. The Lakers are back to being shitty, and I'll break down tonight's Monday night football game in totality. Like only a real one can do. All this stuff's brought to you by betonline.ag and candidatecbd.com. Can't wait to see you on the other side. Peace. everybody good morning good morning good morning uh even bruce helms good morning to you sir what up man i'm glad you come back in every day bruce helms you're og you're getting to be og now dog even though it's not for a good thing good reason all the time might be because you're a shitbird but you know what you're an og og's an og dog shitbird skinny tall fat it don't matter um Man, it's going to be a great one. we got a lot of shit to talk about. Got a lot to talk about. Coach Rubley in the house. Simpson Andrews is in the house. He's a big shit bird as well, but I love him coming in. Um, I think Justin Fields is absolutely shitty, Simpson Andrews. I literally have it on the bottom ticker. He should be an NFL running back. What do I know? This motherfucker threw for 123 yards. <laughs> This motherfucker Simpson's in here telling us he he told us Justin Fields was going to be the guy. He ran for 200 yards. <laughs> that motherfucker ran for 200 yards. He looked like a fucking NFL running back. I've been telling you guys. He is a legitimate NFL back. Man, I'm trying to tell you guys, dog. I'm trying to tell you. He is a legitimate NFL running back. He needs to go play running back. He is a dude. He is a, he, I'm telling you right now, dog, I watched this dude yesterday. I can't wait to break him down with, 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 with Sean Salisbury, man, every day when we get around. We, we launched the, the launch last chance Q tomorrow. 4 p.m. Pacific as the world premiere will launch tomorrow. Me and Sean Salisbury, Last Chance Q. We've been putting in work in that show. We got a lot to discuss, a lot to show, a lot of football to break down for the novice fan and the veteran coach. So we're going to have it all, short, fat, skinny, and tall. Uh, man, I, I can't wait to break this thing down, man. Matt Miller in the house. I can't make. I can't wait to break this thing down. Um He's getting better because he looks like a fucking big-time running back. <laughs> like, that motherfucker's getting vertical, north and south, putting his foot in the ground and hitting the numbers. Woo! I'm like, shit, this motherfucker's a back. He threw for 123 yards, guys. 
He's an NFL quarterback, Chris. So that's what I'm asking you. If he's an NFL quarterback throwing for 120 yards, running for 200 yards, what the fuck does that tell you? And I'm going to be honest with you, dog. He looks a lot com- more comfortable on the fucking run than he does in the pocket throwing the ball. <laughs> you can't even, don't sit here and deny that shit. That motherfucker looks like an NFL back right now. He looks like goddamn fucking Walt, uh, Walter Payton. I'm not bullshitting you. When he hit the corner yesterday, I thought he was Walter fucking Payton. Shit. That motherfucker is legit. Um, man, I can't get it. I can't wait to get into it. I appreciate everybody joining me today. Uh, we already lighting up the scoreboard in here, man. I appreciate you hitting the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, lots to discuss today, dog. I got a lot to get after. Um, let me, let me get you with the quote of the day first. All right. Don't allow mediocrity to become your new excellence. Just don't do it. You know, you've heard me talk about this particular quote before. Uh, I'm telling you guys now. Do not allow mediocrity to become your new excellence. Dog, we have found this to be true, people. Houston, we have a problem. We think excellence is fucking this real problem of mediocrity. It's around the world. We see it every day. I see mediocrity every day, and motherfuckers think that is real excellent. (laughs) I'm like, holy shit, dog. Five years ago, that would have been fucking dog shit. You'd have been fired. Ten years ago, you'd have been fucking buried somewhere. Twenty years ago, you'd have probably been castrated and throw up somewhere. Like, dog, it is changing in front of our very eyes. Don't allow mediocrity to become your new excellence. We are seeing it at an all-time high. Poll question. What is your goal in life? I got to ask you guys, dog. You guys are joining the show every morning, man. I appreciate you guys. What is your goal in life? I mean, I got to be honest. What is the fuck is your real goal in life? Do you even have one? Do you even know what it is? Do you even follow through with something? Motherfucker, write it on your mirror and on your bed, side table, in your fucking bathroom, on your refrigerator. I don't care. What is your true goal in life? Some of you are 25, some of you are 35, some of you are 45, some of you are 30, some of you are 40, some of you are 20. Start thinking about what the fuck you want to do and if you can attain it or not. And how do you attain it? I don't think you guys even write down the shit, but you just hope and wish. Hope and wish. Shitting this one, wishing this hand, hopefully I'm rich. (laughs) It don't work that way, dog. You better make a goal. You better write that bitch down. Contrary to belief, brought to you by CannaDipCBD.com. Head on over to CannaDipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. Get you some gear. Also, man, you know Monday Night Football is here tonight. We're going to break that thing down in totality. Me, Zach, and Matt later on in the show. Uh, we got a star-studded lineup this week as well. Joining the show and uh, get this thing back cracked. We're trying to get five, six, seven thousand people live in here uh, at some point. And grow this bitch up. This is my point, though, about tonight's game. Uh, I don't know if you realize this, dog, but I cannot wait to talk to you about all this shit, especially Last Chance Q airing tomorrow. Can't be more excited. Me and Sean Salisbury have been putting in work. 
We're going to break down foot. We're going to have the best football show in America. If somebody don't pick that shit up nationally, they're fucked. Um, contrary to belief, brought to you by betonline.ag. Make sure you betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Monday Night Football game is here tonight. We will be breaking it down. You can bet on it on betonline.ag. Contrary to belief, ticker on the bottom. Judging me first before you look in the mirror is ignorance at its finest. Judging me first. Dog, have you ever even thought about it? Like, I don't think you guys realize it. Judging me first before you look in the mirror is absolute ignorance at its finest. I don't think you understand what I just said. You motherfuckers are so goddamn quick to judge another motherfucker before you ever look at yourself. That shit is fucking mind-blowing. By the way, that's contrary to belief. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Judging me first before you look in the mirror is absolutely mind-blowing. It's ignorance at its finest, contrary to your belief. Uh, contrary to your belief. Oops, my bad, dog. That's a fucking excuse for being soft. Oops, my bad. My bad, dog. Oops, my bad. It's a fucking excuse for fucking being soft. Because you didn't just say, you know what? You know, I don't, I told my guy, I don't want to hear you say my bad. I don't give a fuck. We already know it's your motherfucking bad. You dropped the football, motherfucker. You fumbled. You threw a pick. You fucking got a personal foul. I don't want to hear it's your bad. The whole fucking place saw it. We already know it's your bad. Like, you're soft. Because you shouldn't have did this shit. Now go fucking shut up and replace it by a good play. And don't ever do it again. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Oops, my bad. Can't stand the shit. Um, here's something contrary to your belief. If I say, first of all, how many times do you hear me say, first of all? You guys should run away because I have prepared research data charts and I will fucking destroy you. So if I say, first of all, get the fuck out of my way because I know what the fuck I'm doing contrary to belief. And my favorite one of the day, success is like being pregnant. Everyone says congratulations, but nobody knows how many times you got fucked. <laughs> nobody knows how many times you just got fucked. But you think success is, is fucking, it's like being pregnant, dog. Everybody congratulates you. Oh, so happy you've been pregnant. I'm so happy. I can't wait till you do the fucking gender reveal. I want to see the pink poof or the blue poof. You fucking weirdo fucks. I can't wait to see the gender reveal. Hey, guess what? I got fucked a thousand times before I got pregnant. <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's how success is in life. All Coach AB has whiskey, cigars. Motherfucker, you don't even know the half. You don't know how many fucking times I got fucked. But guess what? I persevered, kept hustling, kept grinding, dog. It's a fucking marathon. It ain't a sprint. All gas, no brakes. Is what it is. Greg, if I show up at your gender reveal, homie, I'm going to fucking, <laughs> I don't know what you are or who you are, but it might be white smoke, motherfucker, because your girl's gender reveal may show up as my motherfucking kid. You better keep my ass away from your ass. Um, uh, 
lot to discuss today, man. Put the ticker on the bottom. Um, Can't wait to get into today. Is Kyler cooked? Does Josh Allen truly prepare himself for the grind in the offseason? Is Aaron Rodgers dead? Is Tom Brady still alive? And what the fuck happened to my Rams? Should Justin Fields be a fucking running back? I can't wait to break all these things down in here. But first of all, man, in this pre-snap uh, read segment, we're going to change this starting this tomorrow, actually. It's not going to no longer be pre-snap. Um, but I'll have some graphics for you guys, and, and we'll change the whole dynamic of this. Because pre-snap read is going to be for me and Sean on Last Chance Q. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um if Aaron Rodgers ain't dead, shit, I sure can't wait to see what he is. <laughs> uh, all right, so I love Carl Regal too, man. I love how he comes in. He's he At least Carl Regal's here every day, man. I got to give him a shout-out, credit. He says some dumb shit, but... Uh, he knows he, he just waiting. You know what I mean? He wants to. Like, he loves antagonizing me. He wants to talk about Mahomes. He thinks I'm gonna bash Mahomes because they lost. It. You know what do I know? But we'll talk. We'll see. We'll see how it works out, Carl. And hit the like button, motherfuckers. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, here we go. I know how we're soft and fucked up, Carl Regal. I do know how why why we're soft and fucked up in America. I do know that. See, we idolize the wrong fucking people. See, we're buying other people's shoes on eBay after they've been worn. I see Jordans being sold on eBay. Use Jordans. That means you wore them, Carl Regal. You wore Michael fucking Jordans. And the real issue I have is that people are really buying these motherfuckers up on eBay. And I'm looking at the bottom of the shoe. And there's literally dirt in the motherfucker. There's shit all over it. It's, it's not, they're not very clean. Like, you shit me. If you think I'm going to put my fucking foot in another motherfucker's shoe that he's been wearing for I don't know how long, you got me super fucked up. <laughs> Dog, who would buy another human shoe and wear it? I'm be honest. I got to know. If you guys would buy another human shoe on eBay... Please let me know, dog. There's no way, dog. There's no fucking way that you guys think that's cool shit. If you're wearing another person's shoe, oh, you got problems, dog. The real issue is, dog, we're idolizing the wrong fucking people. You're idolizing the wrong folks. Oh, shit, dog. You know why? Because you're a bunch of fucking followers. I wish I would wear another motherfucker. Oh, I can't wait to buy this fucking Jordan 6 or whatever the fuck you call them. I don't even know. I've never bought a pair of Jordans in my life. Jordan 6 is, dog, on eBay. This guy's selling them. He's got a size 13. Oh. Do you look at his dick, too, you fucking weirdo? Holy fuck. Size 13, uh, number 6 Jordans. I can't wait to buy them. He's only worn for six times. <laughs> He says he only wore them six times. <laughs> he wore them motherfuckers barefooted in a fucking playing basketball. <laughs> I mean, after he shot a porno. Oh, you fucking nasty fucks. Holy shit, dog. Um, 
No, I did not have no fucking, um, uh, Bruce Helm, shut up. You just want to say, you just say shit to, for clickbait, homie. Come on. You can't be trolling your whole life on here. You can't troll your whole life on here. Bruce Helms, you buy a shoe on eBay and then put your barefooted right in that motherfucker, don't you? <laughs> oh, man. Um, God damn, dog. That's crazy. Oh, shit. That's unbelievable. Um, hey, man, I always say it. I don't know if you realize this, but I always say you coach it or you allow it. See, that's coaching it. It's real simple. This motherfucker allowed it. I don't know if you saw my clip, but but that right there is coaching it. Ain't nothing else. There you go, dog. Pat on the ass. Get out of here. Oh, fuck. Let me get out of the way. We got too many of those motherfuckers right there. That's who we have. We have too many cats allowing it. And not coaching it. I'm just being honest with you. Um, Kyler Murray's 0-2 since the new Call of Duty was released. <laughs> you think I'm bullshitting? No. Since the new Call of Duty was released, he's 0-2. And he's sitting there arguing with Hopkins on the sideline now. Now you got problems with your own players. Now we got to start figuring out something. Because we've already seen you and Cliff. You and Cliff been going at it. I've already called it out. You're a shitbird. Why now do we see him fighting with fucking Hopkins on the sideline? And then you got this another shitbird. Robbie Anderson's already nestled his way into shitbird heaven. What did I say? But what do I know? Robbie Anderson's being a shitbird yesterday. Oh, shit. Unbelievable. Because I could yell at him, Simpson. Because I'm the motherfucker, Simpson. Because I was that motherfucker, Simpson. Contrary to your motherfucking belief. I was the motherfucker. That's why I yelled. And there was no yelling back as a player or a coach. Guess what? Kyler Murray has no Fuck, he's not the motherfucking man. <laughs> Sorry. He's a video gamer that's playing quarterback on the weekends. <laughs> ah, holy shit. I love how people just take the first thing I say and then they run with the whole sentence. I'm breaking down Kyler Murray as to why he's not a fucking leader and why he doesn't do everything that's required from him as a quarterback making $200 million, And a motherfucker took the first part out of my mouth and said, you used to yell at your players and the dog goes woof and the cat goes meow. You fucking idiot. Shut up. Holy shit. Kyler Murray has to get on a motherfucking step stool to yell at any motherfucking buddy. He's a mental midget at its finest. Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, Simpson's another motherfucker, Hector. Oh, I watched eight hours. I binge watched you, coach. I watched you for eight hours straight on Netflix. I know you. I know everything about you. You smoke cigars in a jacuzzi. You drink yak. You smoke sticks. You're a hustler. (laughs) 
You dick writers really think a show on Netflix is who the fuck I am. That shit is fucking amazing. Oh, fuck. Malik Henry said he would call the plays. <laughs> yeah, because he said it six weeks ago in practice, you fucking idiot. Holy shit, dog. It's unbelievable. Coach, you didn't, coach. You just yelled. <laughs> oh, shit, homie. That shit is unbelievable. No, Greg, it's not me. I wasn't an actor. They edited me, you fucking idiots. They took clips and massaged them. Did you not understand how fucking shows work? But that is me. Hell fucking right, it's me. I didn't change a motherfucking thing. But what you saw ain't 100% accurate. Is it? Does it take a genius to figure that out? <laughs> you do know they edit shows, right? I just want to throw that out there. Um, I know Bruce Helms. I, I Bruce, I'm in a good mood. I didn't want to talk to you, Bruce Helms, about Frank Diaz, okay? God damn. I wish you coached with me. I wish you coached with me, dog. You would have memes, gifs, gifs, memes, whatever the fuck they call them. You would have a million of them, Bruce Helms, of me just absolutely motherfucking you. You would have more fucking memes than Frank Diaz. Or gifts. What are they called? Gifts? You'd have a fuck dog, you'd be all over the, in the office. <laughs> Bruce Helms. You imagine Bruce Helms gifts, me just motherfucking him every day. <laughs> Bruce Helms gonna get I'm telling you, dog, get a head job. I'm gonna get a head of NFL job. Bruce Helms is gonna be the motherfucker I hire. Oh man, I can't wait. We're not even in the middle of the show yet. Can't get wait to get into it. This is why, in my opinion, we're not what we used to be. This is why I always talk shit about the investment in our players. This is why yesterday we had more injuries in one single Sunday than we've ever had in NFL history. Did you guys know that? Did you see the the Packers had nine motherfuckers go down? Nine! Nine dudes got hurt on one team. One team, nine guys got hurt. We had 60 guys get injured yesterday on a football game on Sunday. 60. 60, dog. Let's be honest. 60 people were injured yesterday. But what do I know? But when we see shit like this, CBS said they asked Josh Allen what he does in the offseason to prepare his body for the running he does and hits he takes. Nothing. I play golf. I, I get what he's saying, but I get he's fucking just saying whatever just to shut you the fuck up. I understand it totally. And I'm not the media guy that's going to run and say, Josh Allen only plays golf, and that's why he's going to be he's never going to win in the Super Bowl. No, no, no. Shut the fuck up. Josh Allen's being a smart ass. He's talking shit to the media because you guys ask the stupidest fucking questions. And clearly the dude's a freak of nature and all that shit. But I'm going to be honest. This is what really is happening across the landscape. Not necessarily playing golf, being a smartass. My point is, we already know about Kyler and the, and the video game shit. 
We already know about that shit, right? We, uh, fine with me. He's 0-2 since Call of Duty launched. But I'm truly being serious about this. I'm really being serious. We're not investing. I've had many people on this show. I've asked many players on this show. I've asked NFL players currently on this show. I've asked Patrick Queen. I've asked Brian Urlacher. I've asked Dontrell Willis. I've asked John Daly on this show. Do you think the investment is there for the money they earn? And no, none of them can say they, that it is. None of them. We're not investing in our bodies as we once were, period. There's no fucking way 60-something guys got hurt yesterday out of coincidence. Not 60 fucking people. Not over 600 people this season alone have been hurt and injured in the NFL out of coincidence. An all-time high. Hamstrings, shoulders, fucking IT band, joints. We got more fucking rotator cuffs and shoulder injuries than we've ever had. But you guys think Jane Fonda workouts are the fucking business in the NFL. (laughs) No, it's not. Go fucking hit some weights. Go fucking hit incline. Go get on the bench. Go get on some shoulder press. Go get on that shit and get your ass off these fucking bands. Get your ass off these soft-ass bands. I got to get on the band. I got to get on the band, dog. The band's going to keep my... I'm going to stay elastic. I'm going to have so much elasticity. I can move. I can bend. Shut the fuck up. You also can fucking get hurt and be done. <laughs> like, dog, it blows my mind that you motherfuckers cannot go out there and lift some weight. And in bye weeks, we're traveling and going chilling. We're not going to fucking keep working out. It's a bye week, dog. You got to beat bye week in the NFL, in college football, in high school. You have to beat bye week. You got to beat the hell out of bye week, to be honest. What does that mean, coach? That means you got to beat. You have to beat bye week. You got to win. You have to beat the hell out of bye week. (laughs) That. So guess what they do now? I've, I've, I've went around talking to coach. I got a staff. I'm going to clinic a staff here today. They asked me, coach, what do you, can you give us your bi-week breakdown schedule? Okay, give me yours first. Oh, man, we just, we come in and watch the game film from this past weekend. And then, you know, I give, I give the guys off. You give them off. Like, what do you mean give them off, coach? Oh man, I tell the coaches go kill you with the family. You, you know, come. We'll 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 get back together next Saturday. Really, and your players are off all week. Yeah. What's your record? We're zero four right now. Uh. What'd you do last year? Nothing. We didn't make the playoffs third year in a row. That's why I want you to clinic us. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, fuck, dog. That's the problem, bro. That's the problem. And I'm clinicking the staff today, and I'm not going to throw nobody in the bus, but I'm going to be like, listen, first of all, in my schedule going into the season, I already circled bye week as the biggest game of the year. You don't play a game on bye week, coach. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's called beat bye week. It is a game. Because if you think you're going to – so let me ask you something, dog. I just got to be real here. I got to be real here talking about coaches. 
I got to be honest. Sean Waffle, just think about this. This guy said, I'm giving my players and staff off the whole week. I'll be back Saturday. We're going to meet back Saturday. So that gives you Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, let's say for high school, to prepare for the new team. You think you're going to be able to get that whole new team in line. But Zach, I got to be honest, Zach. Good morning to you, dog. I'm on this (laughs) rant right here because I cannot understand – Please tell me the importance of beating the hell out of bye week during the season. You mean beating the hell out of it? Like, so, okay, for instance, um, this question was asked. So I, I, I'm clinic on a staff later on. And they say, Coach, give me your bye week schedule. And I said, well, give me yours first. And they're like, oh, Coach, as soon as the game's over after the week, uh, our game's over Friday, I tell the staff, done. You guys go be here with your family. Players, you're done. I'll see you guys next Saturday. So Off the whole, the whole week? <laughs> yeah. Whole week. And I said, what's your record? They said, oh, we're 0-4. I go, what have you been doing? Like, well, I haven't made the playoffs in my two years here. I go, no shit. <laughs> you don't say. I'm like, no, you don't say. Um, but, I, I, but I, Zach, my thing was, we're going to beat the hell out of bye week. We're, you can yeah. lose bye week, Zach. I, I know you know this already, but I'm just trying to tell the people. You can actually lose a bye week and be shitty, or you can win the bye week. Yeah. And my thing is, like, we're going to come in and work the weekend that we just finished uh, like normal. We're going to come in Monday. We'll probably do study hall and, 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 and watch the film, break it down for what we just did, grade it out uh, over the weekend. We're working that weekend. Next weekend, you could have off staff. Yeah. But this weekend, we're going to finish up our grade film, and then we're going to get the scouting report started for the next opponent. Yep. And then we'll have that done and get those to our guys next week. And then we're going to practice probably Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll give you guys off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. As Absolutely. But we're going to really work that week. We're not just, ah, go ahead. You guys are chilling. Go ahead and no, go to never. And we always did that. And we, we would, uh, you know, we, we, the assistant coaches would go on the road recruiting um, for most of the week. But so, so the, the practices were coordinator practices. The coordinators would be in town and obviously the head coach. Um, but we, we always, I mean, the kids would have off. So if we played Saturday and then the next week was a bye week, they'd be off Sunday and then come in Monday to to watch the film. But their, their position coaches are gone, so they're not like watching it with their coaches, but they might watch it with the coordinators. And then, like you said, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practice, off Friday, Saturday, back Sunday for a normal game week. Yeah, I mean, like Sunday after the game on a bye week, okay, you guys come in and get treatment. Who's hurt, right? Yeah, That's, yeah. Come in Sunday and then – Chill, I'll see you tomorrow, watch film. We'll give you a grade. We'll grade you out, like, as a staff, like, all those things. But I, you know, I don't know. It's crazy, man. I'm just – I'm looking at that like, dog. I, hey, what do you think? Kyler Murray's 0-2 since the launch of Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. And uh, Josh Allen says, you know, I don't really work out in the offseason. I just play golf. So, I mean, is the investment different than what it was? Obviously, they get more money now, Zach, than ever, but yet – the investment. We had 63 players get hurt yesterday or injured in the NFL on a Sunday. One Sunday, Zach. One Sunday, which is the most of all time. We already broke the record. The most of all time was two weeks ago when it was 35 people. We just doubled it. Jesus. Yeah, it's, uh, it's wild. And the quarterback position specifically, I think Tom Brady really fucked it all up because he he hasn't worked out in years. He does like fucking stretches and yoga and gets massages and somehow he's still can play the game. Um Quarterback-wise, I think it's a little different. Uh, obviously, yeah. I think he still works on his shoulders and, and yeah. those things. But I don't know, Zach, like 600-plus people this season have been hurt or injured in the NFL. 600. 
That's nuts. I mean, it's nuts. It just speaks to, you know, it's, it's tough because the NFL is the one level of football that it's kind of, everyone's an independent contractor. Like what's your off season program? What, what are you doing? And they have strength coaches and don't get me wrong. They, they facilitate workouts for guys that essentially want to work out with them, but it's it, as a head coach, like, what are you going to do? Like, here's the off season plan. They can say, okay, go fuck yourself. I'm going to go to the beach. <laughs> like, That's and there's nothing right. you can do about it. No, no doubt. That's exactly. Uh, let me ask you this, man. I got to ask you something before we even get going. Mel Kuyper's top 10 draft projections came out. And I look at him every year, and I, every year he's getting more senile and senile. And I'm just, I'm losing, like, every, I don't see why they keep paying this guy. But he's got Will Anderson, number one. And I, I know I want to ask you about this NFL projection because you're well-versed on this college thing. And you know every single player I'm about to mention. And... One of them in particular really stands out to me as in, wow. Will Anderson won. Jalen Carter, Georgia defensive lineman, number two. Yep. C.J. Stroud, he has at three. And then here we go. He has Will Levis at four. Bryce Young at five. Peter Skoransky, Northwestern O tackle at six. Bijan Robinson, Texas running back at seven. Michael Mayer, Notre Dame tight end at eight. Paris Johnson, the junior Ohio State O tackle at nine. And then he has Jordan Addison at number 10, uh, USC, who hasn't played in two weeks. Um, I, I Will Levis pops out right in the middle of that thing over Bryce, uh, over a couple of these other guys. I've watched uh, Will the last few weeks. He's thrown for 80 yards, 120 yards. Uh, he, looks, he looks very, very Carson Wentz-ish yeah. without as much athleticism. I don't know what you see. Well, they see a, a, you know, it's the Josh Allen effect. They see a big white guy with a, with a big arm and they're like, oh, this kid's going to be a stud. But I mean, you watch, you watch his performance against Tennessee. We just saw what Georgia did to Tennessee. Will Levis, if he's a number five overall pick and, and don't get me wrong, I think part of it is limitations that Kentucky has, right? He doesn't have great skill. It's yeah. a lot of under center 12 personnel shit. I just broke it down last week. Uh, their, their Tennessee game leading up to the Tennessee Georgia game, but he doesn't do anything where you're like, wow. That, this kid's no. really good. No. It literally is just like, yeah, I mean, every now and then he lets a ball loose and you're like, oh, shit, he can kind of throw it. But fucking it. one, ahead of Bryce Young is absurd. Two, I, I don't see a first-round quarterback at all. Um, I don't either. I don't it's either. Just, it's, it's wild. And it, it, he, he reminds me of Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert had a good year last year, and I kind of ate my crow on Justin Herbert. Now he stinks again, so I feel like I'm, I'm vindicated. Um, he, you watch him, you watch his film and you're like, maybe, I mean, maybe he can't, but there's nothing on film that tells you he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. I, that I know for a fact, and we can blame the offense, blame the scheme, blame the coaches, all this other bullshit, but I'm the type of guy I want to see it. Like if I see it, then it's like, okay, I can invest in that guy. I'm not going to project it based on what, because he in pro day, he's going to throw a couple pretty balls. Like I'm good. Hey, give me your breakdown. I want to, I want to get your take on this right here. Um, 10 yard penalty, the down counts. Fourth down. To Span and Mike Norvell is making sure he understands the circumstances. Talked about that. Shut the sound off. Um, oops. God damn it. Um, what do you think about that? I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with it, Zach. Like you know me, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, we're gonna watch towards the end here. He. Uh, <clears throat> the kid. That this is what kids do nowadays. Um, I'm surprised that. They aren't gonna suspend them. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I love. Uh, 
I think it's great. I think Mark Mike Norvell's doing a great job too. I think he's you turning Florida State slowly but surely. He inherited a fucking train wreck. Okay, you can see him upset even I on the side of some of his uh, teammates. Hold on. I'm I'm horrible at technology, Zach. All right, go ahead, my bad. <laughs> no, I just I think it's, I love it. Getting the kid's face. I, I don't know what he did to deserve it, but Mike Norvell's doing a good job at Florida State. He is. He, I think he's got a really good staff and he's obviously I mean he he inherited an absolute shitbag mess from Willie Taggart and and he's slowly but surely trying to turn that culture around and that's that's great evidence of it, right? I mean the kid was probably pissed like whatever he did walked off, but he Mike Norvell's not backing down from any of those fucking kids. I love it. This one. I got to ask you about your boy. I mean this this one right here is pretty comical to me. Um Oh yeah. Can I make it? Mike, Mike Lee basically uh, folding up all his receivers' chairs. Um, <laughs> so petty. I love it. <laughs> right? I, I think that's more for clickbait and likes for him. Damn, he's such like – He's he's fucking hilarious. I love it. He's like these kids don't deserve to sit down. They just gave up a, a three touchdown lead or whatever it was. And I don't know if you saw his press conference last week, but he went on a, a rant, which he does every press conference, about how it's his staff's job for the future generations of their players that they get them to use their hands because otherwise they're going to evolve like T Rexes and their hands are going to be gone because they don't ever use them. <laughs> hey, he has a way with words. Oh, he's fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, dude. Like, he's 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 funnier than he is. Like, he's a better comedian, I think, than he is a head coach. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's just what I kind of think. Um, I got to – I gotta, so, okay, so you don't agree with Mel Kuyper. I don't either. Um, if Will Levis is better than Bryce Young, I like what Bryce Young did the other day late in the game against LSU to bring them back to to take that lead early on. Uh, I mean, late late in the game and before they ultimately lose it in overtime. Um, I got to ask you a question. Um, another quarterback from the West Coast is doing good. Uh, you got LSU now, Jaden Daniels, right here in SoCal, thirty minutes from my house. You got Bryce Young balling at Alabama. You got CJ Stroud at Ohio State. You got all these guys across America. Dart at, at, at Ole Miss, he's not doing great, but he's winning, right? So yeah. you, got, you got all these guys. Like, what the fuck is UCLA, USC, period? Just these other teams, Oregon, the Arizonas, like the West Coast in general. Like, I, I'm just curious your thoughts on this. Do you having to come out here recruiting guys like Olave and all those guys over the past coming out here? Should they just be livid they keep losing West Coast kids or – is yeah, this I mean, just, they're okay it, with it. It's like anything else, right? It's just, <clears throat> that's the narrative right now. I mean, when Pete was at USC, they damn sure didn't leave LA, you know? So it's, <clears throat> it's just, what's, what's cool right now. The PAC 12 is not cool. They don't, they don't make the playoffs. They're not a relevant conference. And so these kids are like, and they, and they watch, right? They watch these kids go across the country to these national powers and thrive and play in championships and go to the NFL. And they're like, yeah, fuck this West coast shit. I'm going to go play in the sec or play in the big 10. Like I want, I want to go play for something and USC ain't playing for nothing. And so that it, it's, it's going to take Lincoln or Dan Lanning or someone or, or a collection of them to become relevant again. And then those kids, it's like anything else, right? If USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, if they were all nationally relevant or close, those kids don't want to fly 3000 miles to go to school. They'd much rather stay closer where their family could see them. It's just right now it's a business decision. And so they just got to flip the narrative and it, it'll probably happen in the next five years. 
Yeah, no, I hear you. I know it's ebb and flow, right? It changes. It goes yeah, up and down. Sure. I, you know, I don't know. What's your uh, what's your thoughts on the weekend, man? I, I got to first go to – we just talked Jay Norvell uh, – or Mike Norvell. Uh, Jay Norvell is fucking horrific at Colorado <laughs> State. Uh, Mike Norvell, he uh, probably was on the hot seat. They lost three in a row. You know, it's year three. Uh, now he's won a few again. He beat his rival, Miami, bad. I didn't get to watch it, but – is it is it more Mike Norvell and Florida State's rise, or is it more Miami and Cristobal's demise? Like, I what's mean, happening? It, it it was it, I mean forty nine to three or whatever the final was. It, it's definitely a combination of both. Miami's fucking atrocious on offense, and they're they're going to fire their offensive coordinator. Thank God, because he's terrible, Josh Gaddis, and he's they said it. I mean, they haven't done it yet, but but we're, okay. all the people I've talked to said he's gone, and, and that I have actually heard they're going to have a pretty big staff turnover. Um, not all getting fired. Some guys are going to leave because it's been miserable. <laughs> but um, I think that's definitely a big part of it. But I do think Mike Norvell has kind of turned a corner to an extent. I mean, the ACC is so bad that what does turn the corner actually mean, right? That's like, what I was going to ask you, yeah. Like, if if – Turning the corner in the ACC, honestly, with Clemson being down, should be winning the ACC because otherwise, it's how good are you really? I, but it's I, it, it, it's I don't I don't think they're going to be turn that make that seat very hot with what he had to take over Willie Taggart and the mess that he was inherited. I think they believe in what he's doing. They see that the culture's changing and it's going to take you know some recruiting classes and and just persistence to get because you have to remember right his first year was the COVID year so this is year three but not really. That whole first off season, he wasn't even allowed to be with the team. So yeah. it's really like year two and a half, let's call it. Let, let me ask you this. The the big time power five, SC, UCLA. They go after Lincoln Riley at SC. They go after Chip Kelly at UCLA five years ago. He's been there five now. And then you go to the big schools that used to be big, Miami. They go after the, the crystal ball, right? Because he's what? He's a sexy hire. He's a commercial oh, yeah. hire. He was at Oregon. He's from Miami. He... All this. And we keep seeing these hires. Day, he kind of just moved into a spot at, at Ohio State. Harbaugh's just the, the figure that played at Michigan. He was a quarterback there. I think that was, you know, that was a fit there. But other than that, you see the Jimbo Fishers moving around every so many years because he's the big name. He's already made $10 million a year. Let's let's bring him on over to AM. He won a natty at, at, at Florida State, basically <laughs> with some other people's kids. But having said that. Um, why isn't the legitimate coach? And I, I consider Brian Kelly a legitimate coach. For sure, uh, we're seeing it right now at LSU. We're seeing what he did. He's he's done it faster than both me and you probably thought. Uh, we still, I I still agree with you, and I don't know if you still stand by this now, but I think he's going to have good seasons. I think he's going to be in the mix now. LSU's better. I think it's better for football that LSU's better. So at, more SEC games are actually meaningful uh, after they play Mercer every week. Um. <laughs> Like, why are we hiring guys like Willie Fritz who continually win at shitty places? Um, Lance Leopold's these guys that are out there really coaching. Uh, Brian Kelly, why are these guys not the guy you go after? Why did we go after the recycled, sexy guy, if so to speak? You know, I I think everyone is looking for Nick Saban or Urban Meyer, and and that's the issue. When you there's a hundred different ways to skin a cat. And these these Lane Kiffins of the world, although you know Lane Kiffins a good football coach, and and he's having really good, he's having a you know high level of success at Ole Miss for Ole Miss, but those guys I don't know that they're ever gonna 
win it all or build a dynasty or build like a, a great program through and through. And, and, and a lot of times you get, you get caught up in the whole cycle, right? The, the search firms, hot names, recruiting names, like you, they get caught in that shit and they end up hiring guys for, for name recognition, right? Cause you think the reality is this, these ADs and presidents, like they want to keep their job. And so when they hire a guy like Mario Cristobal, all the boosters, the fan base, when, when that hire's made, they, they get hard-ons and they're so excited. And the AD's like, good, they like me. They think I made the right decision. And sometimes it's tough to go out, you know, step out on a limb and, you know, make Lincoln Riley the head coach at Oklahoma when he's just been a coordinator or Ryan Day or even Dabo Sweeney or Kirby Smart, right? It's tough. And Oklahoma did it with Brent Venables, right? Never been a head coach. And it looks like that might be, might be imploding on him. But it takes a lot to put your neck out there as an AD and hire a guy that, like Lance Leopold, it's like, that's not a sexy name. If he doesn't do well, you're fired. The AD, not just the coach. And so I think they, honestly, they're just pussies. They're scared to to make a decision that, you know, that, that they have conviction in instead of just hiring a sexy name. Let me ask you this. This is a South Florida president tweeting, okay? I thank Coach Scott and wish all the best for him and his family. Unfortunately, our team's results have fallen short of expectations and what our fans deserve. We are committed to finding a coach who can rebuild the program and consistently put a winning team on the field. This is the president of South Florida, Rhea F. Law is her name. Um, (laughs) It blows my mind. The last part of that sentence, Zach, is probably what stuck out to you, too. We are committing to finding a coach who can rebuild the program and consistently put a winning team. Well, sorry, ma'am. You're not going to fucking consistently win in South Florida, okay? So (laughs) you're not an FCS program anymore. You're a big boy now, and you're not getting the kids that you once got when you were just starting up and and you had what's-his-name there. Like, I want to know, you just mentioned the Sarks and the Lanes and all these guys. Good friends of mine. You know, the kids like them. They're good recruiters. Why can't they get over the hump? Because you got the relationship with the players. You have the sexy offense. You're good OCs, both of you, and if not great at this le- at this level, why can't they get over it? I, I got my reasons and rationale. What is your reason why those guys can't get over the hump if they can land the best player, if they can poach in this portal and get the best transfer, if they can, they are the sexy hire. Everybody likes them. They're on social media. They're flamboyant. They're funny. They like, uh, duh, duh, duh. why can't you get over the hump then? You know, I, I think it, it ultimately comes down to personnel. I mean, that's that's usually the 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 underlying factor. Like, t- for every Quinn Ewers that Texas has, their left guard isn't very good. And not, I'm not even saying their left guard. He might be an All-American for all the fuck I know. But, you know, it, it's about fielding 22 guys that can play at a really high level first and foremost. And then the second part is programs like Alabama and Ohio State, like, they have a long-standing culture where these big-time players go in there, but this is Ohio State. This is Alabama. Like, you are not bigger than this program. And they they walk the halls and see these fucking ridiculous players that played there, Joey Bosa's and, you know, Tua Tagovailoa's or whatever. And it's like, yeah, he was a five-star too. Like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Where Quinn Ewers walks the halls, and other than Vince Young, he's like, eh, I'm, I'm kind of it here, right? And so it's I think it's hard to, to build that championship mindset and work ethic for the first time. It's just a hard thing to do. And I, I've only been a part of urban taking over a program at that high of level. Like I've been at Marshall and temple when we did it also, but at Ohio state and Florida, when urban took over, I mean, it was like, it was ruthless and 
fucking dudes were transferring out like that. It was too hard. They didn't like it. And he flipped the culture really quick, but there was a lot of attrition. And I think twofold one, most coaches are afraid to do that because you have a starting quarterback leave and all of a sudden you might stink. And two, nowadays it's so damn easy to leave. I don't even know if you, I don't even know if urban could do that now. Um, here's my take on why those guys can't win. I think they hire their homies. Oh, that too. Hiring. Yep. Legit coaches. Like every year, both both of these guys, and I I, I love them to death, man. Um, they they score thousands of points and they look great on O and they lose 59-58 to Kansas. They lose 59-56 to Alabama. Like, hire some legitimate defensive coaches. Like, I just can't understand. But I understand too, Zach. You understand more than anyone. How important is the hiring process of being loyal, hiring your homies so that you know you're not going to get backstabbed by somebody in administration or somebody that is trying to get you. They catch them and let you know about it over X's and O's and over the fact that we're going to hire a real stale old dude who knows defense. We're going to win on defense, but this guy might throw me under the bus or not protect my back, my interest when I go and get this kid out of uh, Baton Rouge and I have to get him however I got to get him, if you know what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> yeah. what, how, how, how much do you see into that? Yeah, I, I think that's that's the other part of it, right? And and whether it's hiring people that they know, like their their boys, or if it's <clears throat> just hiring similarly, right? You hire Mario Cristobal, those boosters want exciting hires. So he hires a guy like Josh Gaddis, who is, I mean, he's just an awful football coach, but he had a sexy name because he was at Michigan, at Alabama, like cool resume. And it's like, yeah, but is he a great coach? And Mario clearly didn't know know the answer to that, but he paid him, you know, a couple million dollars to come be the offensive coordinator. And so I think it's it, it, it kind of goes back to that where you you start recycling and I and I lived it. I mean, before I got to Ohio State, no one would even consider hiring me at that level, right? But once I got to Ohio State, I got phone calls every year and it's like, what the fuck? Like one, you don't even know if I'm a good coach. Why are you calling me? Just because I it says Ohio State on my resume. And I I've seen that time and time again of guys that I've worked with that are really good coaches that don't get a head coaching opportunity, don't get a coordinator opportunity. And then at the same time, coaches that I've been around that are just, I mean, they're not any good, but they get a job at Notre Dame, a job at LSU. You're like, how the fuck does this guy keep getting big time jobs? He's not a good football coach. And I think that's really, the, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's these, these coaches get hired for resumes, but they're, whether they're a good coach or not, it's, it's, it's all about sexy hires and big names. And this guy worked at these three schools, so he must be really good. Yeah, it blows my mind. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, is Hugh Freeze auditioning for the Auburn job? They beat the hell out oh, of Arkansas last night um, or, or Saturday. I'm confused, man. I really am because you got SEC teams playing Liberty this late in the year, number one. Um, number two, I, Liberty, I mean, huh, Hugh Freeze does a hell of a job, obviously. Liberty's pretty legit. I mean, I, I, I'm just like, Liberty, though, should you ever beat an SEC team? Any of them? No, no. in my opinion, no. no. But – I, I, I'm doing this show with Sean Salisbury. We launched tomorrow, and uh, I got to be honest, he's pretty. He's, he's been around this thing a long time, played in the NFL a long time, played quarterback, coaches him up now. He's like, JB, I agree with you, but I would put, I would put it in another way. When I say I think coaching or football is watered down, NFL, college, everything, he says I would clarify by saying that when everyone talks about equitable and it's equitable and it's so even now, no, it's equitable as 
being shitty. Like the bottom half, like the top four teams are good. They're okay. But after that, it's equal shit. Yeah. Like it's pretty equal shit. I mean, Arkansas is pretty shitty. Like, let's just be honest. Like, it's not very good football because Liberty beat them. That doesn't mean it's good football. No. Uh, You, you, You get outside of the top eight or so, they're all bad. And that's where I get in arguments all the time. People want to talk about the top 25. I'm like, fuck the top 25. The 17th team in the country, ranked team in the country, stinks. I don't care if they're ranked or not. They could be 100th or 17th. Same shit to me. It's more about, all right, what? who, who are the top eight teams? And then of those eight, who's really, really good? And that's it. That's the only conversation that I even like to have because it is. It's watered down and it's just not, not good football once you get outside of that top eight. And I got to be honest, like uh... – you know, this Auburn job's open, and we got Colorado, Arizona State. I don't think anyone cares about those teams anymore in the West. Uh, no. You got these ga- you got these people open. So Auburn's number one, probably, right? That's the number one job. Um, I can see Hugh Freeze going there if yeah. Lane turns it down, because I think, I think Ole Miss has lost its sex appeal to Lane, even though they're winning and all this. I just don't know if Ole Miss is sexy enough to keep Lane Kiffin from bouncing. Uh I agree with Matt McChesney, what he said. He said, you know, they're going to, Lane's going to take that money they offer me. He's going to come back to, to Ole Miss and say, can you match it? I'll stay. And if they say no, he's going to leave. And that's going to be his out. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think he would rather stay at Ole Miss because what Ole Miss and Auburn are, are similar levels. The only difference is Lane's been building his program at, at Ole Miss. So he would, he would have to start over. The only reason why I see him leaving is what, what you said. They offer him more money and it's a restart, right? Because in two years, if Ole Miss is not competing for the SEC West, he's going to get fired. Where if he goes to Auburn and pushes reset and starts his clock over. So it, it, I wouldn't, he's not, I don't think he could have success. I don't think success is more likely at Auburn for him than Ole Miss. I think they're about similar. So the only reason he would leave, I think, is money and then push reset. Start that clock over and just keep collecting checks. Is uh, Let me ask you this, man. Ohio State, we got the premier Ohio State guy in America on my show right now, Zach Smith. Make sure you come on over to YouTube uh, from TikTok. If you're watching this live, um, come on over to YouTube. Uh, let me ask you this. Justin Fields uh, yesterday ran for over 200 yards in an NFL football game. He hit the corner the other day. I thought it was fucking sweetness and Walter Payton. I'm like, this guy, is that, is that Walter fucking Payton? Uh, he threw for 120, 23 yards. We're in the NFL. We play quarterback. Is this sustainable? Um, again, if they won the football game, I think to, to this morning, Justin Fields would be all over the tabloids as the, the greatest thing since sliced bread. He still lost the game. Now we're just saying, all right, he threw for 120 yards. Um, I can't wait to go on Whitlock later on. I think he, the motherfucker looks like a big-time NFL running back. I hate to put that on anyone, and I'm not going to say he's a running back and needs to go move to running back. All I'm saying is, is this sustainable, dog, nowadays? Is this the business? Like, is this? there's no way this guy can do this for five or six years, right? No. I mean, it's it's – he can do it in flashes, in bursts, like every now and then take off and run. But he, you can't rely on him to run the football to win to win games. But they have to surround him with with players. Like you watch the end of that game, he's driving him down the field to win the game. He throws a fucking dart to Equinamius St. Brown. Like why you draft a guy named Equinamius, I don't know. But this motherfucker just it goes right through his hands. Like perfect dot. I mean, in stride, leads him, and he buttered the ball. And you're like, can we get this kid a receiver? Like the only way they can move the ball is him to run right now. They don't have a fucking guy that can catch. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing what he has around him. or whatever is his best guy. ain't it? Yeah. Fuck. I don't even know who that is. (laughs) I don't either. either. Uh, 
Kyler Murray, you know, he's 0-2 since Call of Duty dropped. Uh, we got Aaron Rodgers. Is he dead? Like, like, who would you be – like, to me, all these guys come out and demand trades, from Kyrie Irving to James Harden in the NBA to, to, to Roquan Smith uh, from the Bears who left. And, and, by the way, they're taking all their best players from defense and trading them right underneath Phil's right. eyes. Uh, but let me ask you this. It, would you be, like – would you be mad if Aaron Rodgers walked in there today and said, trade me today. I'm not playing for you anymore like these other fucks do. And 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 why nobody else gives him any shit. I guarantee Aaron Rodgers would take so much shit. But at the end of the day, I think he has a legitimate validity in going in there and saying, you know what, dog? Enough is enough. You haven't got me a fuck. I was watching oh. that game yesterday, Zach. I know he was horrible and threw three picks, but I know quarterback play and you know wideout play. And if you're sitting there with your dick in your hand, unsure of what these guys are doing, you're going to just start throwing shit up. The last play of the game, Zach, he threw the fucking ball. Like, he threw fuck that it. bitch up for nothing. Now, like, get the fuck. He's like, fuck you. I'm throwing this bitch anywhere. I mean, he honestly should have done that when they, the day they drafted Jordan Love. He should have walked in and be like, hey, fuck you. Give me, I'm, I'm out. Like, tra- you, you got your quarterback. Trade me. Trade me wherever you want. I mean, it's. Aaron Rodgers will go down in history kind of, I mean, not like Dan Marino, but just like a guy that just was so good and was so wasted. Just That's with, what I'm with, like with, Dan Fouts, right? Dan yeah, Fouts. Like, he, he has these other guys like Phillip Rivers, maybe. Like, we don't really know. Like, we don't really know how good the guy, like, we're, we're asking the question right now uh, about, about, about your boy, Trevor Lawrence. Like, is this guy a bust? Or is he a guy we wait a few years on because of who drafted him, right? Um, right. Like, I don't know. Like, where do you stand with that? Like, as far as how fast do you judge a guy? Because Trevor Lawrence, since he was a sophomore, everyone had him as the number one pick. He could have left after his sophomore year and been the number one pick, and he waited and da-da-da. Now he's looking average because of the team he's on, in my opinion. Plus, he was with Urban, who's not a professional NFL guy. He came in there. He's now with an NFL coach again, and it's looking different. But at the same time, how good are they? I mean, like, he threw a dime piece corner route last week that was really good. Like, I, I was like, maybe five guys in the league could have made that particular throw. But then the next series, he throws a pick to, on a deep five, like a five-yard out route cut. He just throws a horrible ball. And I'm like, hold the fuck. This is two different guys. Yeah. Um do you judge him that fast, or do you say, all right, this guy's got skill set. He's got upside. I think Trevor can be good. I've watched him. We played. You played against him. I mean, I know you're probably like, okay, this guy's legit. Or you're like, you know what? I never really did like him. I didn't think he transitioned very well to the NFL. Because there's those guys, too. I called Vince Young a bust. I called RG3 a bust. I've called a lot of these guys what they were um, because I, I loved them in college, Lamar Jackson, but I just don't think they equate. They don't trans- translate to the NFL very well because of their skill set are you agree yeah i mean oh there's there's there that shit happens every year it'll happen in this year's draft we just talked about him will levis and there, there'll be a number of other ones um but I, I think guys like trevor and even justin fields you you have to really evaluate the film like what what are they doing on offense do they have any like skill around them like what's their offensive line like because you look at trevor lawrence i mean he he's completing more passes than josh allen right now with the shit that he's dealing with in Jacksonville. So you're like, I think he might have a chance. Now he's going to need a supporting cash. You look at Tua. Tua was awful last year. And all of a sudden this year, Tua's decent. Why? Well, he got Jalen Waddle. He got Tyreek Hill. All of a sudden it's like, man, 
Two is not bad. And it's like, yeah, no shit. You gave him someone to throw to. Now he might have a fucking chance. Now he still tries to throw a deep ball and underthrows it by seven yards. So he's <laughs> he's he's maybe a bad example. But I think Trevor has all the skills. He has all the tools. He has the arm. He, he has the athleticism. But unless they surround him with fucking players that can actually get open at this level, I, it's going to be tough for him to have serious success. I don't understand how people look at two and they don't they don't see the fact that he cannot throw a deep ball to save his life and they keep talking this shit and I'm just like, dude, I, I don't understand. Uh, before you get out of here, man, let me get you real fast. Uh, what's your thoughts on your your college final four? Uh, I I want to put mine on the ticker here. Um, here's mine. I got Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU, Oregon, Ole Miss, LSU, UCLA, SC, Tennessee. Where are you at with that? Yeah, I mean, I think the reality right now is it's, you know, George obviously just has to finish the job, but I don't think they won't. It looks like they're going to play either LSU or possibly even Ole Miss, probably LSU in the in the SEC championship game. So I think Georgia's definitely one. The winner of Ohio State-Michigan is, is going to be two. Um, I agree with your rankings. Uh, the, the real question is, can TCU finish the job? They got to go to Texas this weekend. I, I see that as a trap game. And if, if, if they do escape Austin with a win, I think TCU's in. But if not, you're really looking at, all right, Georgia, Michigan. What up? <laughs> the dude. Oh, Everybody see that? Before you get out of here, let me ask you this. Um, I, I agree with you. TCU, TCU Texas uh, trap game. Um, I got to ask you this. You, I, I know you saw – I saw you. I think you put Ohio State at your number two. Yeah. Uh, only reason I put Michigan at two because I would I would agree with you because Ohio State's track record has proven to beat Michigan fucking nine out of ten every every ten years right so that's kind of my agree but this year I'm going by this year I just my only common denominator was Penn State uh, now now if you're if you tell me man Michigan struggled Saturday then I agree with you and I say okay we're going by the latest game yeah. is that kind of how you use it week to week on who you put where yeah I try I try to watch like specific aspects of teams right like like Ohio State is it, it, their throw game is far better than Michigan so a, a team like Penn State I'm watching that game more so because Penn State probably has the best secondary in the Big Ten and so that was a better matchup to tell me something about Ohio State where Michigan can't throw the ball the length of of, of fucking my dick so it's like <laughs> that when they go against Penn State it's like all right they're gonna they're gonna pound the rock against Penn State their pass game who gives a shit right they're not very good Penn State's gonna shut it down <laughs> And, and it'll be a different matchup when Ohio State plays Michigan. But so far, I'm I'm a little concerned about Ohio State's toughness, and that's how they got beat last year. I mean, they Northwestern's awful, and I they had like 80 mile an hour winds, couldn't throw it the ball at all. It was cold and windy. Yeah, it was cold and windy. So Aww. they you know, they were sniffling. Um, <laughs> but but it's still fucking Northwestern. Like just line up and run power five times in a row, and you're gonna get 30 yards, right? And they didn't do that. They tried to run stretch. Northwestern kind of shut down the run game to an extent, and so it's just it was concerning. Um, but I still, I'm going to hold out that it's at home. There's going to be a revenge factor. Uh, you know, those kids, that program hasn't lost to Michigan since 2011. So it, they're really like shell shocked and they have been all season. I, I just think you're going to see a different team in that game, but I mean, through nine games or whatever it is, I think Michigan looks more impressive than Ohio state right now. All right. Before you get out of here, I got to ask you this, uh, before I get, we, get, we leave here, Bama loses LSU calls a ballsy two point play. Uh, the Southern accent drops his nuts and says, fuck it. Another quarterback that we lost in California, Jaden Daniels wins it, runs it in scores. Um, is, 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 is bad. Can you see, 
Saban saying, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm over this transfer portal NIL bullshit. I don't see it. These guys ain't buying in. I saw one of his former players come out and say, the reason Alabama is not who we were because these guys aren't hungry anymore because we're chasing NIL money. He literally came out, former player, uh, current NFL player, said that. Uh, do you agree with that? Do you see Saban saying, fuck this? Or is he so, you know, he's like, fuck this. I'm not going out like this. I'm going to go out with a win, and I'm going to come back next year and do it. I don't see him retiring this year, but I can see no. him getting fed up with this shit. Oh, he's going to get fed up with it. He might fire both coordinators. I mean, the, the, their defense, and, and I know he's a defensive guy, but their defensive coordinator, boy. I mean, you let Jaden Daniels run all over you. All you had to do was watch what LSU did and do that. They had a spy on Bryce Young's fucker, got four carries for 10 yards. Just, just spy Jaden Daniels. Exactly. Like, just don't let him run all over you. And you 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 rewind in the Tennessee game. I mean, ten, Tennessee out-schemed the shit out of Pete Golding. I mean, they just, they ran all these bunches and motions and, Fucking coverage busts everywhere. Nick Saban's not going to allow that shit to go on. As much money as he pays and how serious he is, I don't think he's going to hang it up, but I think he's going to make some changes. But they're, 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 this ain't going to be the first year a two-loss team gets into a playoff, right? No. They're done. They're done. They're done. And here's a real question I have for you. This is going to be a topic on my show today. Are we going to see Bryce Young play quarterback at Alabama ever again? Ooh. What, like... What's he playing for? So you're saying just hang it at this point? Well, I'm not saying you should. I I, I don't believe in that. Well, but nowadays, you're, that's you're, what, you're yeah. suggesting like maybe. Yeah, he might do that, right? That's that's the in vogue thing nowadays. It's like, all right, no more college football playoffs. I'm going to be a first round pick. I'm good. I want a Heisman. Want you know? I mean, I, I I wouldn't be mad at him if he did that. Me either. Can't be mad at him. He, uh, look, with the, ah, fuck that shit. I know he hates it. But with the, with the older guys, with the I older mean, guys, when they've they earned the right to do this, they call mama tomorrow. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this before you get out of here, though. Let me ask you this. By the way, I said get out of here before you get out of here five times. Let me ask you this. <laughs> this is true. If, if I've heard rumors that he comes back and plays next year. Man, get the fuck out of here. That'd be shit. the dumbest shit on fucking earth. If he does that, he should fire everybody that's talking to him. Hey, no think about this, Zach, Matt. Matt, just think what you just said. Zach, Zach, think about what Matt just said. That's the dumbest thing ever, and he should fire his circle. Where me, you, and Matt grew up, we were like, fuck, we got two more years to ride or die with our college teammates. You know, Not, not if, I was, a, not if I was the first pick. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, no, I wasn't, wasn't going to be a top ten junior, pick. My teammates can come visit me in my fucking mansion. Absolutely. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> but to, hey, but to 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 the future of college football, right? That's, that's a decision that Bryce Young is contemplating. He might not do it. He he probably will finish the year, but he's thinking about it. Whereas in a couple of years, when we have a twelve team playoff, it's not even a thought in his mind. Thank he's God. Like, yeah, right. I don't. He, I don't want him to sit out. But think about it from his perspective. I, Matt or Zach, I don't Tell know if that is a thought. Oh, it's in his. It's, it's someone. Someone's talking to him about it. Someone's no, no, mentioning. No, no. I'm, saying, I'm saying it when there's a 12 game playoff to your guys's take. Oh. I don't know if these cats still won't sit out. I think they're oh, so no. soft. They no still way. might no. sit cats no out. Way. No, no, no. no way. No you way. You won't have anybody sit out. No. I guarantee you there'll be some bitch made cat sit out. Guaranteed. In the playoff? Yeah. No way. No yeah. way, bro. You're playing no way. for a championship at that point. It no don't way. matter. They don't give a fuck no 
more. They'll leave you tomorrow for another team. Well, look, that's the nature of the business. A coach will leave in the middle of the fucking season to go get paid by somebody too. So I'm not going to get mad at the player for going and chasing fucking money. That's what every coach does as well. So let's not be super hypocritical. No, coach ain't leaving in the middle of the season. What are you talking name about? A play, name I'll a player that's left in the middle of the season. He ain't leaving to take a job in the middle name of the season. Name one player that's left for money in the middle of their season. What do you mean? The kid just left LSU. For money in the middle of his season, or did he just Sports quit? season. Did he yeah, quit? He quit because he, he, he got beat out, though. <laughs> yeah, so did he right, leave he for money. Name one kid that has left in the middle of the season for money. I, well, I think there's only been one, honestly, and, and I've followed this for a long time, but it was Jamar Chase because Joe Burrow left and he came back to training camp. And at the end of training camp, he said, we're fucking awful. Uh, I got, I don't want to get COVID. I'm out. <laughs> that was a good move know, by him. I don't know, man. I, I just, I, let me ask you this, Zach, real fast. I'm sorry to keep you. got to get out of here. Uh, if, if Bryce Young were to leave and let's say he goes to where Detroit. Why is it such a bad thing to stay at Alabama, who's arguably a better fucking ran organization right now than Detroit is, and stay another year? Why are we so quick to just take the money and go? Because we didn't think that way years he ago. Doesn't have it yet. I know the injuries are, are a thing. If he breaks his leg and do it, well, fuck, we can break our leg walking a doggy dog. We used to play four years. Like, why can't you stay another year? There's no way you really believe this. That has changed. Do you really think you believe this? No. You're just trying to piss us off. I promise you right now, if someone swooped in and offered JB $15 million to quit this show and sit out the rest of the year and come back on a different show next year, yeah. that motherfucker would quit. Peace. No doubt. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But, I, but this is the thing, though. I'm, I'm talking about a product on the field that me, you, and Nat have to watch every weekend. Yeah, but – Product is becoming very, very bad, Matt. Very, very bad, so, Matt. So, yeah, but that's not what we're talking. You're, you're, that's two different topics. Bryce Young isn't responsible for a shitty NFL product, which wasn't that bad this weekend. I was pretty entertained. Um, if you're the number one pick or the top three pick, you're going in the top five. Yeah, bro, get the fuck out of here. This is amateur football still. He's not getting paid like he should be getting paid. Go to the NFL and go be a pro, and there's no point in coming back. You want a Heisman? You want a title? You you went 11-2? and two. Peace. I'm out. Next guy. Uh, you, you're wrong on that. Bryce Young's no, already made more no, on an NIL deal than he will as a rookie in the NFL. My bad. Don't tell me. Don't get quiet now, dog. I, I'm not, no, I'm I don't think that's true. Wrong I mean, move. To go back to school is the dead a dead wrong move. I mean, they're they're making money now, but they're not making NFL money yet. I mean, they're, they're, he he's maybe made what three million, four no, million. He's at got most? no fucking full health care. He's got no agent. He doesn't have all that shit. Go to the league and be a pro. You're done in college. No, they all have agents now, dog. You can have agents now. They not all in the middle. Have. Of the, you can't have you, not in the middle of the season. You can't. Yeah, they already have agents. Once you get paid, bro, you can sign for NIL, right? but they can't talk to the NFL yet. That's not how no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about having an agent though. You can have an NIL like consigliere, but it's not officially an agent. It's not yeah, a right. lawyer. Yeah, I, I don't know. It uh, could be your fucking buddy calling people trying to get you a fucking Papa John's deal. That's not an agent. Oh, I deal with it all the time. I have these fucking random people from, you know, some suburb of Columbus. Like, hey, I represent this backup freshman linebacker. Are you interested in it? And I'm like, what the fuck? Who are you? I, I Google I've, I've had like, 100 phone calls like that. Like, I'm. Yeah. 
I'm Uncle Fred. My kid plays guard at Tennessee. I found you on fucking Facebook or whatever. Do you want to do you want to sponsor him? And I'm like, who is this? Right. I love one guy. No. He owns a lawn care company. Because the average NIL deal is three hundred dollars for these kids. Well, exactly why you should leave and go to the fucking NFL. Right. I said average NIL deal. I didn't say Bryce Young's NIL Even deal. Bryce Young getting that three million dollars is fucking nothing compared to endorsements and going in the top five and being getting a vested year on your contract and your fucking future. He he plays next year at Alabama. That doesn't count towards his pension. That doesn't count towards any of his benefits. That's wasted fucking time. He's already done it. I don't need to see that shit anymore. Hey Zach. Uh, the sixth time before you get out of here is USC, UCLA. Uh, does USC, UCLA, or Oregon have any shot at all getting in the playoff? Yeah, I mean, I, with with the way some of this stuff is is panning out, I think they have an outside chance. I don't think it's not. I don't think it's going to happen, but they have an outside chance. Now that some of these teams are, you know, Alabama with two losses is huge. Um, it's gonna. It's honestly going to come down to all right. Where do they value one of those Pac-12 teams, whoever it is? Let's say Oregon wins the Pac-12. Where do they value Oregon in relation to Clemson, Tennessee, and the loser of Ohio State, Michigan? Because you're, you're probably only going to get only going to get one or two of those in, depending on how TCU finishes. And so it, it's it's going to come down to where they kind of project them amongst that group. And Oregon's one loss early to Georgia, it was ugly, but it was Week One. People forget shit. <clears throat> yeah, it's almost like it was last season. Honestly, yeah, I, I agree honestly. totally. I think that. I just watched Oregon play this weekend up in Boulder, and they're pretty fucking good, bro. They're stacked. They've got players everywhere. Now, I don't know how that's going to shake out in the playoff, but I just don't see TCU going undefeated. They've had a great year, but I feel like they go to Texas this weekend, I think. That's going to be a tough fucking game, bro. Texas is not bad. They just haven't figured out how to win consistently. I think Clemson's fucked. They. they're going to have to really some like some catastrophic shit's going to have, have to happen for them. I mean, if we want chaos, essentially you want LSU to beat Georgia in the SEC title game, and then you've got a real conundrum. Oh, yeah. They, like that, they, that, they, that's really the, fucked. That's an absolute like nuclear bomb going off on the fucking college football playoff. <laughs> There's no doubt. Because don't you have to put a LSU in the playoff if they win the SEC even with two losses? Yeah. You have to. You have to. Yeah. If, they beat, if they beat Alabama and Georgia, come on. Right. And then in. what? Tennessee's only got one loss. So, and they and they boat raced LSU at and they LSU. Killed LSU. So how does that it's, work? And then, obviously, a winner of Ohio State, Michigan gets in. But a one loss Oregon, they could easily sneak in. One loss TCU or undefeated TCU, they're getting in. I mean, fuck, bro. This is. God, I hope it happens like this. I want so an me too. war, just disaster. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, make sure you follow Minister Sports on YouTube. His show's live at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon on the East Coast. Make sure you guys watch his show today. He'll be breaking down Bryce Young. Does he stay or does he go? Uh, does he play another game or is he already gone in the dark? Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, Jack, dog. It always, it's always fun. I appreciate you. I'll check you out later on. All right, cool. Appreciate it, guys. You're the man, right. coach. Later. Appreciate you. Uh, Zach's that always guy, a fun that one. That guy kicks ass. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, hey, you see this? What's up, Matt? Appreciate Tell you. Tell me. Look how sexy this is today. Wow. Oh. They, they beat the Bills, huh? What a, what oh, a 
what a uh, – I didn't get to watch it, dog. What a win for them, huh? A birthday win for the big guy, too. I put a fucking cool $1,000 on him. And happy birthday. Line to win. Shout out for you. Uh, fucking popped off. Happy birthday to you. I, I don't know if you saw my video. I had I did a little I did see it. I appreciate it. I was kind of drunk. That's uh, okay. You're the only one that said happy birthday to me. I ain't like – even my ex-wife didn't even tell me happy birthday. Hey, dog, I – I forgot my birthday one year. I was coaching in Indy. I forgot my birthday. I was recruiting. I was out on the road. It was February. It I was like, fuck, I got to go get this cat. I got to get this big time transfer kid in here. I forgot my birthday. My mom didn't call me. I, nobody called me. My dad passed away. So I was like, oh, fuck everybody, motherfuckers. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, when you get old, it really doesn't matter anymore. But my boys my boys and my mom did some pretty cool shit. And I went up to the to the ranch. We, we own a... My family and, you know, where I grew up, we own 80 acres up in North Boulder and have two lakes. And we were up there all weekend. It was dope. Uh, and then fucking yesterday, bro, I threw, I threw, I was sitting there like in the morning, like, should I do this? Like, it's my birthday. I feel good about this. You know, they're 11 and a half point dogs. And I was like, fuck it. I'm taking money line. They're going to win today. Thousand dollars money line. Boom. Happy birthday, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hell yeah. Hey, uh. Dan, it's crazy. I don't know if you watched it, but my kid basically solidified the win, uh, sacking Josh Allen, number 52, Jermaine Johnson. Uh, I posted Baller, it. dog. Yeah, he got Baller. it done. It was his first game back in two weeks. He had an uh, ankle. Uh, hey, have you ever seen anybody get away with more holding penalties than this guy? No. Not. I mean, oh, I can't believe they're not calling him for this. I like it. I'm not complaining. Don't start doing it. But, fuck, he gets, he's real handsy, bro. Yeah, no, no doubt. Why no don't they call him? I don't know. Because he, he, you know what about it? You know the thing? He's he's long. He's tall. He's long. He's got that. Basically, he looks like Deion Sanders out there when he was a rookie. I'm going to be honest with you. He's hey, long. He does, bro. Frail. He's long, frail. He's got great feet transition. His hips, he can hip turn and run. His hips and, are unreal. And and Matt, you know, as I know, when you're a corner and you're hip pocketing every def- every single receiver you're on, you can get real handsy in there when you're he's a like He's like fucking pocket. glued to him, bro. Yeah, nobody can see a lot of this happening inside now. You so know like, who he reminds me of? If you like, I, I always I hate comparing players, but I love combining players and then comparing. Like he reminds me of this motherfucker and this motherfucker. He reminds me so much of a mix between Antonio Cromartie and Darrell Rivas. Okay, like long, fast, can fucking jump through the roof like Antonio, but will put hands on you and mug you up and hey, fucking you save your stiff Ryan pocket like like Island. What's up? Did you hear Rex Ryan's comparison? Uh-uh. He said he's Richard Sherman, and I didn't Woo! think about that. I didn't think about that because Richard wasn't known as that runner. You know, he wasn't a guy. Richard who, can't run. Sausage he was runs. long though, he's and he was fucking physical at the line yeah. of scrimmage, and he was super, super ball savvy. I, uh, I like that comparison too, dude. I think the best two corners in football right now, just and I'm a little biased, are Sauce and PS2. Sertan is just. Whew. Patrick Sertan Jr. is a fucking animal, bro. That guy, that guy's nice. I, I showed this earlier, Matt, because I told everybody, you either coach it or allow it. Right there, you just give him a little tap on the butt and let's go. It's coach. Hey, so yeah, this guy's scarred. Because he's a bitch, and that's Don't what we have. we have. Get a out of here. Get out of here, Brock. We got too many oh. bitch oh. made cats. Bitch oh. made cats. Um, I wanted to let everybody know, I already talked about this, but I want to get your take. Kyler Murray's 0-2 since the launch of Call of Duty. Um, the new Call of Duty, and uh, and then I want to get to a serious take. Josh Allen says I don't work out in the off season. I play golf. I don't run and work out. Um, let me ask you, 
I don't believe that. 63 NFL injuries yesterday. It doubled the all-time high, which was two weeks ago at 35 injuries in one Sunday. What, what did you just four. say? How uh, many? Yesterday, 63, bro. And like guys getting guys who couldn't play anymore. Yeah, they got they got hurt during the game. Green Bay had nine guys go out in one fucking game. This is exactly why you need callus. I like, mean, if you don't practice and you don't train and you don't lift, and I understand injuries were prevalent back in the day, they were. But I don't remember ever being on teams with this many soft tissue injuries and this many fucking just like breaks. I, I there were concussions, and like people were mismanaged in that regard. But a lot of the time, what's six thirty-five? That's how many injuries are there this year? Six hundred and thirty-five oh guys. Wow. So like IR is exploding right now, and I, look, I can understand being fallen on. Like I was on IR twice in my career. One of them was uh, I was engaged. Guy fell into me and snapped my fucking leg in half. I don't care how many sit-ups you do. That's not conditioning. That's your leg being broke. And, and the, the other one was very similar. I was blocking this way, and he fell into me from the back and rolled my ankle and leg forward. Though I can handle those kind of injuries. I can handle contact collision injuries where you're just like, fuck, that sucks. But when you're consistently pulling hamstrings and guys look like they're out of shape and a lot of the tackling injuries, have you noticed Guys are trying to tackle, and they're getting hurt trying to tackle. Like, they're hurting hands, they're hurting fingers, they're dislocating elbows because they're not they're, – they, everybody looks like – every linebacker looks like a safety. Like, bro, you've got to condition yourself to play this game correctly. And I don't think they are, bro. I think that there's a lot of lazy motherfuckers. I, I, did you see the interview with the Bennett brother that I tagged you on? Did you watch that shit? With who? The uh, Martellus Bennett, the, oh, the tight end that played forever. Did you see what I tagged you on? No. Oh, my God. You got to watch it. It was on the pivot, and I played with Channing in Miami. Channing Crowder and Ryan Clark do the pivot. You got to look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know the pivot. But the two the two uh, brothers are Martellus and who's the yeah, other one? Yeah, Bennett. Yeah, I get yeah. them mixed up all the time, but the tight end brother that went to A&M, played for 10 years, was a pro bowler. You need to look it up, bro. I tagged you on it. He literally is talking about how much – he hated the NFL and it wasn't enjoyable ever and he didn't like it and he didn't really put that much effort into it and he was just kind of there and did it because he was good at it and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what a piece of shit, dude. It's a, it's a privilege to play in this fucking league. Like, it, it, honor it. Play hard. Give a shit. And I feel like that mentality is rampant these days and it's fucking terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's why the league is, is where it's at. Hey, I got to show you this, this comedian. Uh... Patrice, I don't know if you know Patrick Patrice O'Neill, I think his name is. You know who he is? This no, is real This is real shit. I want to show you this. It's a very small video, but I, I think you could hear it. I'm gonna share the screen here. Um that's right, lady. That's what you get for letting him out here with killers. He can't even wiggle his toes. Take the socks. Take the socks. We would tie his socks around our helmet for the next weeks. Like the next team, they knew, oh, that's the team that be tying paralyzed, digging socks around their helmets to scare them next week. He's talking about how soft the league is and what we used to do. It was, a gla it was gladiated. It was angry. What? It was angry. 
Like when we hit somebody, when I play, if you hit somebody and he didn't get up, like we didn't hold hands with the <laughs> with the other team and pray, like hold hands and all everyone prays for him to get up. We used to <laughs> do a Indian, like sell a hump dance circle around, like man, look at you. Oh, 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 oh. And be like, and our crowd's like, he's paralyzed. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He's looking for his mother crying. Like, that's right, lady. That's what you get for letting him out here in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggle his toes. Take a shot. Pretty good. Take a shot. Like, good. Right? Isn't that kind of what we I mean, were? Look, what it I, is? I was sitting on the sofa yesterday with my mother, my 65-year-old wonderful mother. And she looked at me and she goes, it just seems like everybody's really nice. Like, it seems like the league is nice. And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, well, even college football, it seems everybody, like, knows each other and everyone's friends and everyone's really friendly with each other. There's no animosity. It's, it's I like it when I it's see guys yelling at each other and pointing at each other and angry on the field. And she, she goes, I remember when you were a senior, Matthew, she always calls me Matthew, and on your birthday, like 22 years ago, and you hit this guy from Kansas and broke his collarbone, and it was almost a riot in the stadium, and pe- and it got really nasty. She's like, "That's how you knew it was a good football game." And I was like, "Damn, mom, that's some G shit right there." Like, then no wonder you're my fucking mother. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You're, like you're, she you're, wants she wants mother. me to go out there and decapitate some motherfucker. Yeah, that's now why now these days, that's why my mom to this day is like, "Fuck it, I don't even watch football because it's so fucking pussy soft." Like my mother's calling it soft, dog. Let me give me your take on this right here. First of all, we got some coaches on the sideline at SC, like like cheer boys. Number one, and then I want you to take a look at number six. I aired this on my Twitter. It's disgusting to me. Everybody on TikTok hates me because I posted this because I'm too hard on people. But I got to be honest. This is a timeout, Matt. And what number six does to me is a fucking joke. I'm going to show you the state of the union right here. All right. This is where we are in society. This is where we are in football. This is where we are in life. First of all, we got a bunch of cats on the sideline. <laughs> Coaches over here looking like fucking idiots, right? All right. Yay. Then we got a timeout by Cal. Take a look at number six right here. I mean, I just don't understand. So, okay, he's going to be like, all right. Oh, what up, dog? You cool? I'm cool with you. Hey, let's chop it up, dog. Fuck it. Let's be cool with everybody. Hey, what up, dog? Let's Let's kick it. What in the fuck is going on? I, I don't, Matt, I don't know, dog. I just, it, it was a timeout, Matt. It wasn't after the game. Like, I'm I'm curious on, I don't understand. Am I just the old man on the lawn, that Matt? I, I think, you're, overth- just, I hey, think you're overthinking this one a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I if I've got a buddy on the other team and it's a timeout and I'm running by him, I'm probably going to knuckle him up. He just had even, five buddies, though. Even back in the day, like, I. He had I five buddies. He might he might be fucking talking shit too for all I know. So I But he had five buddies. Well, he 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 dapped somebody on the shoulder and dapped up the quarterback and ran off the field. So No, he he ta- he he clapped four other people's hands. So, 
I don't know, man. Let me give you my rationale. Let me give you the asshole's rationale. And, and I love disagreements. They create create great conversation. I just uh, I just don't think it's that big of an issue. All right. So here's why I think it is. Because in my opinion, I think we've the reason that they do know each other so well, Matt. Not only is the seven on second, seven on seven soft pussy circuit be- allowed this because they're all boys. Because you do, you're right. They all know each other because it's fucking seven on seven leagues. Number well, one, well, number two. So transfer portal, Matt. They probably all played together already. Well, time out. Time out. Institutions. So with that, with that rationale, then you probably have a problem with what I do because I've got. 150 different schools. They're all boys. They take pictures after games. They all know each other. They they dap it up and hug on tape. I've seen it all over college football. If one of my if my if Aiden Akiakayana from Notre Dame was playing Drake Nugent from Stanford and nose tackle center and they play 80 snaps against each other and they're like helping each other up and hitting each other on the helmet and they've worked together for six years in my facility and they're homeboys and they're that's not I that's fucking camaraderie. That's what football is. Like I and, have more respect for uh, well, my I, opponents I used to do that with, than a lot of my teammates. Yeah, I used to do that with guys I did not know out of respect. I, I used to do it too. I agree. Dog, but you're, I, I, I'm I respect you because you're a dog. You're coming at me every time me and you are having to get a contest. But that's for after the game to me. I guess I'm just old school. After yeah, the game, I, I don't have a problem with it. Hey, dog, you're a motherfucker, homie. I, I appreciate what you did today. You came after it. You were a motherfucker. I, I, every single snap, you were in my face. That is just mutual respect. But I wasn't telling him he was good during the game. Well, I, I, I watched I watched my uh, Christian Gonzalez, the corner from Oregon this week, played Colorado where he was for four years and was a great player and is really good friends with all those guys. And they they help each other up and adapt each other on the field. They're boys. Like I, I'm not. You can't create animosity. It, you can't fabricate it. It looks fake. So if it, if it's genuine and they know each other, I don't have a problem with it at all. In fact, I encourage it. Uh, that said, you, I don't. I don't see anybody like going. If you're going easy on your buddy, that's something else. If you're just saying hi and doing your thing on the field, like that's the joy of it. The I watched two brothers from Mississippi State and Alabama like screaming and yelling and hugging and jumping all over each other in the middle of the game. They're brothers. Like that's what it's about. So I uh I don't have a problem with it at all. In fact, I, I like that shit. I want my guys to do it. So Yeah, I, I, I got a I have a problem just because I want to see it after the game. I want you to show your love after the game. I want you to bleed, sweat, and cry during the game and fight and scrap and claw out of mutual respect for what the game's forefathers has shown us. And you weren't seeing that shit back in my day. I'm just telling you, when I played, there was no fucking none of that. I wasn't clapping your hand. I don't give a fuck if I grew up with you. I I played my I had to play against my ride or die homies, Matt. Like we didn't get to transfer high schools like we do now, Matt. So you know if me and you grew up together, you had to go to Compton High. I had to go to Dominguez. There was no transfer. We played each other every single year in the biggest rivalry in Compton. The problem is me and you were playing video games the night before at the house, and we're cool. We grew up together. But during that game, Matt, I was trying to rip your fucking face off, and so were you. And after the game, we were cool, but we didn't tap it up during the game. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they wanted all my guys want to fucking kill each other too, but they're still 
there's nothing wrong with helping your buddy up if you're just put him on his back for a game for a play. Like right. I consider myself a really nasty player and anybody that fucking played against me or knew me will say the same exact fucking thing. I was out there trying to break motherfuckers necks every play. But if I'm playing against my best friend, which I've done several times and we're going against each other the entire fucking time, I'm trying to destroy his ass, but I'm not, I don't need to like, I don't need to like put a fake hate on it to do it. In fact, I think killing him with kindness while I'm beating the fuck out of him is even more of a shit talk and a front. So that, that's just me. I'm a real shit talking piece of shit too. So I have no problem with like, with, with beating the shit out of somebody that I know, but I, I don't know. It's just a difference of opinion. I don't have a problem with it at all. In fact, I dig it. Yeah. Nah, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with being, you know, like if my, if I was playing my boy, like I would actually, Matt, I would actually talk shit to one of my teammates for trying to do some dirty shit to him over me. Oh, I agree with that too. I've actually told guys in the own huddle, like, don't fucking high low, beat him like a fucking man. I say that now to people I don't even know. Like, I've had several kids and coaches be like, "Well, why don't we uh, high low him or like do this or that?" And I'm like, "That's some coward bullshit. You don't need to fucking play like a bitch in order to beat him." You can play within the rules and whip his motherfucking ass. Or maybe you just suck. If you need to cheat, if you're one of these ankle biters that you're always diving at people's legs and you don't want to stand and fight man to man, you're a bitch. And that's your that's you. So if you gotta take my ankles out, that that says everything I need to know about you, period. Yeah, I um it's, it's, that, it's that said, I will cut block the fuck out of somebody legally. Oh yeah, it's a it like I don't know, man. I just think I think that we give cats a rope and we keep lengthening it and giving them more rope and saving them from getting out onto the fucking uh the the dog. Figure out how to get onto the canoe yourself. We're giving them every opportunity to get them out of the water, dry them off, dampen them up. Let's get naked and fucking use our body heat to warm each other up. Like fuck that. I mean, I, I don't know if it's that fucking soft, but okay. It is for me. Fuck me. Uh, all right, let me ask you this. I got the ticker on the bottom right here. I got the ticker going on the bottom. Uh, I got to ask you, first of all, is is Aaron Rodgers dead? And let me ask you this. Uh, I think you'll say yes, just like I will, but I, I want to ask you this scenario. I asked Zach. If Aaron Rodgers walked into the office today and said, listen, I want to demand a trade just like every NBA player is doing, just like Roquan Smith did, just like all these other NFL players are doing right now. I want to trade. You fucked me. I'm in the twilight of my years. I, you didn't give me a receiver. You drafted a quarterback. I was a little cool with it. We lived through it. Now, I watched the game yesterday, Matt, and I wanted to see him in particular, and I'm like, I know how it is to play quarterback. And when you don't have any receivers, you hold your dick in your hand and you can clearly see that he has no faith whatsoever in anyone on that football field. And the last play of the game is clearly evident. He just sit, literally, Matt, he threw that bitch on Sila in the corner of the end zone like, fuck you, I'm out. Like, I really have a problem uh, with what they've done to him. Uh, even though it sounds crazy, but I really do because you're wasting an all-time talent, and it's really, really bad because for whatever reason, Matt, and you may say, you know what, JB? It's all on him. 
And I and I want to hear your take on that one too. Because there's a reason guys aren't trying to go there either. We have to we have to weigh this in. Why aren't guys going there and why did Devontae leave? Etc. What's your take? Are they dead? And 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 would you be okay if he demanded a trade? Um, I don't feel sorry for Aaron Rodgers at all. I mean, I, I, I feel like football karma is a real motherfucker and I don't know if he's a very good teammate. I think that he's kind of a smug fuck and that's okay. He's a, he's an all time great quarterback. I'm not saying he's got to be cool and shit, but, um, the fact that he even allowed them to trade Devontae Adams. I mean, I, I don't know how that entire situation happened, but to say they didn't have the money to sign them both is ridiculous. Uh, they could have easily figured out a way to keep Devontae. They, the front office, you can say that they don't support him very well, but at the same time, he doesn't make it easy to support him either. He's always on the fence. Is he going to come back? Is he not? They, they, You can't not draft a quarterback if you think he might be the next guy, especially in today's NFL, when Aaron's on the fence all the time drinking ayahuasca. And fucking tripping out somewhere, fucking thinking about if he wants to go be the goddamn host of Jeopardy or if he wants to be the quarterback of the Packers. So if he's going to do that all the time and then he's going to have the audacity to sit around and bitch about, I don't have any receivers. Well, dog, maybe you should have spent some time with the young guys in the offseason. Maybe you should have gone to all your OTAs. Maybe you should have really focused on developing relationships and developing your young receiving core in the in the preseason instead of sitting on your ass and not doing it and I, you know this assumption that he doesn't have weapons is ridiculous also robert tunyon's a good ass tight end if you get him the football mercedes lewis is serviceable he's old as fuck but serviceable he had a big catch last night jones and and uh, dylan are both good backs jones could easily be used as a 10 12 catch guy every fucking game if they wanted to maximize him yes their receivers are young but Sammy Watkins out there running wrong routes and shit. They had a fade ball yesterday to the corner. Sammy ran his fucking end cut, and Aaron's looking at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So a lot of it comes down. It's not just Aaron being like, I'm perfect and everyone else sucks. You're part of the problem, dog. If you don't go fix the motherfucking problem, this is the end of your legacy in Green Bay. And to be honest with you, if Aaron Rodgers needs to figure out if he's all in or if he's not like you can't be a halfway fucking football player. And I feel like he's halfway in and I'm sorry, but that just, it's just what it is dog. Like if you want all these guys to buy into your greatness, go be fucking great. They can't just watch YouTube videos on how great Aaron Rodgers used to be. All these rookies want to see your greatness too, dog. They want to be great. You think any of those kids want to fucking go over there and disappoint Aaron Rodgers? Fuck no. But you got to lead them. You can't just fucking sit there and bitch at them the whole fucking time. You got to go show them how to do it if you're supposed to be one of the best ever and a great fucking teammate and a great player. Every fucking quarterback on earth is worth their shit. If they were if they were served this, I don't see Marino and they'll be hard on them. Aikman and Montana and Elway and all these guys, not saying they wouldn't be hard on the guys, but they wouldn't be fucking just out there. Like we suck. We can't complete a pass because of you. That's not the way to do it. In my opinion, you can't isolate guys and then expect them to fucking go out there and just be like, okay, daddy, man, fuck you. I'm an adult too. It's gotta Uh, get shit together. uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on this one. Uh, I definitely disagree with 
the fact that Mercedes Lewis is still a player. I, I, I almost laughed out of my chair. He's I'm just saying you, you could you could figure out a way to maximize your I know, guys. I know, I know. I, he's not a guy that can run vertically anymore and threaten the field. No, I, I didn't even fucking come close to saying that. Shit. I know, but I'm just saying he. You're we're trying to make chicken shit out of or chicken salad out of chicken shit here. And well, with if Matt, of, losing one motherfucker does this, yeah, give me a break, dog. If they yes. if, if Matt Lafleur had any fucking coaching skill whatsoever, he could he use the pieces one, he though. has to win he with Aaron Rodgers. He didn't lose one, bro. He lost Van Scantling to the Chiefs, his other Marcus best wideout. Scantling is a bomb, dog. You can replace bro, that's, that's Valdez Scantling. That's his wideouts. Uh, okay, losing Devontae Adams hurts. Green Matt LaFleur not being bomb. able to make him uh, an offense and a West Coast variation around fucking Aaron Rodgers that works is unfucking believable. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying, but he is surrounded by bums. You just said it. Van Scantling was a bum, and that was his second best receiver. That was his second best wideout. Look what he has right now. Jones is not a bum. Dylan is not a bum. They're not, is not a bum. They're not receivers. They're not receivers. So exactly my point. Matt. Why? Matt hung up on me. He's mad at me. No, he, he got a call. He'll be back. Uh, why, why isn't Matt LaFleur making it? making the offense easier for the receivers and for his quarterback right now. If he knows, why are they in 11 and fucking 10 personnel all the time? Why are they trying to fucking do the same thing they were doing when they had receivers if they don't have receivers? That's that's fucking the, the absolute definition of insanity. Doing the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. It's ridiculous. All right, let me ask you this. You're they couldn't. They scored nine points against fucking Detroit. I know. You're telling, you're telling me if they would have ran the ball 40 times yesterday and set up play action, they would have lost? Well, Aaron Jones gets hurt. You're down. And it's a Dylan. You're playing Dylan and then another kid, Hill. Let me ask you this. You're a D coordinator, and I just want to talk to the novice fan in the chat right now. All right. You're a D coordinator, and you have Aaron Jones at back and Dylan at back. Two great fucking double headed monsters back there. Good players. I look across the board and I see Sammy Watkins as my number one wide receiver threat. <laughs> okay. What are you fucking doing to me, Matt? And stop bullshitting the crowd in the audience. You're oh, no. The, look, they're going to, they did blow the box. You're telling Aaron Rodgers, beat God. me with fucking Sammy Watkins. It look, ain't happening. Look, then I guess he's not really that good, is he? Because he's been doing it with no wideouts for the last four years. So I don't feel sorry for him then. But now he's lost Devontae is my point. Devontae Look, is a big-time loss. So it's Matt LaFleur's job. Look, this is something that you can't run the ball in an eight-man box is the softest shit I've ever heard. Anybody who doesn't think you can run the ball in an eight-man box, you don't know how to run the motherfucking ball. I prefer an eight-man box. Please walk the safety down, and we'll keep pumping your motherfucking ass, and then we'll go over to the top on play action. I'm the so same I, way. I, just, I agree. I'm the same way. I don't understand how, like, that has scared Matt LaFleur into 10 and 11 personnel. How many times did he throw the ball yesterday? 45? I don't know. It's a disaster. And yes, yes. I agree with the box count running the football. I agree with you. I'm the same way. I'm going to do it. And and that safety is going to turn down the back in the hole nine out of ten times, and you're going to see a nine-yard touchdown. I agree. Dylan was still getting like five yards a clip. My issue, though, is – this guy's crew outside on the edge is horrible, and they're clearly not on the same page. Now well, you 
say you can say whatever you want. They didn't preseason play. You did. You didn't play in the preseason. You didn't. You don't. Have, you don't have the continuity. The coaching. No. Whatever. I just. I just find it hard to believe that the last two years he's the MVP with Devontae Adams. Without Devontae Adams, he's absolutely fucking atrocious. The team is atrocious. He didn't put. Oh, he didn't have to put. This is my point, though. As a as, as a coach, every day, if we lose a major piece, we have to act like we have to start over. You got to go start over developing with your guys. They don't know the little intricacies of how Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball. They don't know the windows he can fit it into. You can't do that off a YouTube page or watching the game. Devontae and Aaron built rapport that you that takes fucking as long as it took 10 plus years with two Hall of Fame players. It, Aaron Rodgers did not put the work in in the offseason with his young receiving core. And now he's blaming young receivers for not being any good when he could have easily gone to help them and lead his fucking team. That's all I'm saying. If he doesn't look. This is what happens when you're leaderless. When you're leaderless, shit like this happens. Period. Yeah, Aaron but Rodgers we, we is don't not have a leader. He's just anymore. a good quarterback. We don't have leaders anymore in this profession. So I, I just not going to tell it. That's bullshit too. There's tons of fucking leaders in this profession. Uh, not right now. Not in the NFL. I don't see it. I see. It. I see the guys wanting to get I out. Thought, Bill Belichick looks like a fucking leader to me. Andy Reid. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. The first no, I'm talking about player to player on the football field. I'm talking Tom about Brady's not a leader. Right I'm talking about guys having the first sign of adversity entering the proverbial transfer portal in the NFL, which is demand a trade. Get me out of here. I want to get out of here. There's that one percent of players in the NFL that can demand NFL, a trade, Matt. though. You know it and I know it. No, I don't. No, I disagree. There's one percent of players in the NFL that can even demand a trade. There's but only the 1% that can even walk in and say, I want to trade. But why are we missing the fact that they want to leave? And that, that you know damn well, Matt, one bad apple. One bad apple creates a fucking horrible cancer. No, 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 no. Time out. I don't believe in that adage at all. I believe this. There's, say there's 100 players in the room, okay? If, ten, if there's 10 real leaders and there's 10 fucking turds and there's 80 in the middle, and whichever fucking side's loudest, that's what side the AD's going to take. And Aaron Rodgers is over here with the 10 turds. He's not a fucking leader. He's turd. Period. He's just a really good player. The guy, he doesn't, there's no leadership there. He didn't walk in as a fucking veteran and say, I've got a room full of rookie receivers. They just dealt my main guy away. I really need to get these guys ready to play this year. He was just like, I'm Aaron Rodgers. You guys get ready to play. And that doesn't fucking that. work like that. That may, well that may very well be. But my point is, though, this guy is not a rookie. He's got a th four MVPs, and he's earned his stripes according to how we discuss quarterback and football. I agree. So wouldn't you want him to go lead his fucking guys and develop his receivers? But I would also I would also be pissed off if I'm Aaron Rodgers and saying you haven't fucking done nothing they for me. Got, he, he asked them to go get his best friend Randall Cobb and put him on the team. He can't play anymore, and they did that. So, I, I again, like, they went and drafted a bunch of fucking receivers. They didn't but trade for anybody at the trade I, deadline. They could have done that. That would have been a help. I agree. Hey, we'll we'll move on after this. But let me ask you this: If you didn't give me no fucking help on my team, I'd want my homeboy to play with me, fucking too. Well, <laughs> help yourself, though. 
this assumption yeah, that like Aaron Rodgers needs the GM's help. How about we win regardless of who you give me? I'm I pretty sure that. Patrick Mahomes you just know, lost you his best receiver. I don't see him sucking. No, yeah, but you know as well as I do. Playing in this league as long as you did and coaching this business in this business, you know when a dude's checked out for whatever reason it may be, and it's time to move on. This is it. It's clearly that. It's come to that. Well, then he did it to himself. I don't look. Motherfucking Mahomes lost his best receiver, and I don't see him fucking quitting. I see him making Juju Smith-Schuster look like a fucking pro bowler last night, making Nicole Hardman look like a fucking freak. He he was like, bye, Tariq, later. So, you know, like. It it takes two to tango, though. (sighs) Dude, if if Aaron Rodgers wants to develop young talent and go be a leader and get his guys ready to play, I'm sure they'll win more football games, period. This ain't college football, man. It's not his job to develop talent. He's well, then he, it's he his fucking job to lead. The worst fucking wide it's his job to lead. Besides Devontae no. Adams, he had the worst on, man. Look it's at his the- job to lead his guys, which is developing them as young men. He's, He's been in the league for 18 though. fucking years. He's been doing that, though. How long do you want him to do it for? When, when has he done it? He's had Van Scantling and fucking nobodies for the so, last two years. We're talking about MVPs. this year. We're he talking about this years. year specifically. I he's, know he's, Matt, what I'm my point to you, Matt, is he's had enough of enough is enough at one point as well. Well then I guess he should just fucking bitch about it in the media some more rather than fixing the problem. That's what that's why I'm asking you. Like, when is enough is enough is what I'm saying to like either that, we part ways. Well, he's got but, he's got what nine weeks left? In nine weeks, yeah, enough is that, enough. That's my point though, Matt. When is enough enough, regardless of who at fault? Look, hey, the, we got to part ways. The trade Aaron deadline's Rodgers, passed, so fuck him. He's at, the trade deadline's over. He's not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. He's they not. can't bring anybody else in. It's what it is. Either figure it out or your time and green. They're not going to get rid of him. He's not going to get traded in the offseason. He just signed an extension. He's not going anywhere. He's played this fucking game for four years. And if he wants his guys to be better and he wants guys to play with him and come to Green Bay – Stop being smug and lead your team and be an all-time great all the time, not just on Sunday when it's behind a camera, period. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a huge fan. I'm just going to be honest with you. I think the cat's a weirdo fuck. He pisses me off, bro. I I think he's a weirdo cat. I'm not a big, huge fan. He's a Cali Juco guy like me. We've been drugged through the same mud. So is Josh Allen. So is Tom Brady's from Cali. I get it. All that shit. They're all from the same area. I I have that common respect, but other than that, the shit that he does, I'm not a fan. Now, having said that, though, I do believe that longevity has longevity at being great. So if you've been great long enough, I think you do deserve Tom Brady fucking got to go to Tampa and got a fucking crazy crew of wideouts at a tight end. They were already there. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. He's not going there if they didn't have those guys. No shit. Why would he? That's what I'm saying, though. So, Why is it different? Why can't Aaron Rodgers say Aaron Rodgers that? Rodgers had, had the, the NFC title game in his building for three years straight, if I remember correctly, and had Devontae Adams forever and didn't do shit and always loses at home. So that guy's lost more NFC title games than anybody I can remember in recent memory. So the, my, I guess my – look, this is all I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers is a great player, an unbelievable talent. I love watching him play. But – he doesn't have rapport with his receivers, and be, 
That's because he didn't take the fucking time to build rapport with his receivers. He just said, you guys are babies. You're young. Listen to the coaching. And then on Sunday, we'll go play. And it doesn't work like that. He's throwing routes and putting the ball where places where him and Devontae had such good rapport or him and Randall Cobb had such good rapport and Cobb's hurt because he's old and washed and he can't play anymore. And they just went and traded for him because it's Aaron's fucking best friend. Fucking period. So let I, me ask you. I, I know we're on. on this topic too long. I got to get you out of here in a minute. I got to ask you some more things. Let me ask you this, though. If the general manager came to you when you were with the Jets and said, Matt, we are trading for two light tackles in the offseason. You won't even have them with you, dog. So don't even worry about talking that automatic four-man slide talk because we got two guys coming in to replace them guys in two weeks. This is what I've been told by some sources that they told him, listen, you're going to get some wideouts at the trade deadline. Don't worry about it. whoop de whoop Now, you can say it either way. You can. I can agree with what you're saying. You're, you're a shitbird. You should have still been prepping these young cats. Or I've in this league 15 years. I'm four-time MVP. Give me some wideouts. I'm not wasting my time on these young fucks. I got two wideouts coming in here. So it's not totally on him if the GM's telling him these things either, is it? You've been in the league and heard those conversations before, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man. So... Uh, I do know, I know for certain they tried to get Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton out of Denver and Denver wouldn't budge on the price tag. Waller, they, Waller. They tried to get Wall. They tried to get players and they couldn't get them because they don't have the fucking collateral to get it. So again, like Aaron, I didn't think that great quarterbacks like this needed these many fucking excuses to be great. It's, it's just unreal. Like, Aaron Rodgers needs all these fun, and nothing's good for me, and my rookies can't go. Boo fucking who, Aaron. You're it, supposed to be a goddamn all-time great. I'm with fucking you. Fucking act I, like one, I am dog. totally with you on all that. I am totally 100% with you. I don't – I'm with you on that. But it also has to go the other way. Like, don't tell me that well, Mahomes does Lamar Jackson doesn't this. have any receivers. Are you going to give him the benefit the of the doubt? He's roster in football for the last four years. He's got one to show for it. So, what? So, Mahomes hasn't had a better roster than Green Bay in the last four years? They're comparable. I don't know if it's better. Green hey, Bay's roster has been awesome. Wide out? Bro, Green Bay's roster was so loaded. They hosted the NFC title game for three fucking years straight. Hold on. You're telling me Kelsey and Hill aren't better than every fucking buddy in Green Bay, bro? Devontae Adams is better than, than Tyreek Hill, period. Okay, Hands down every day. Now give me the other wideout. Tyreek Hill isn't in Kansas wideout. City anymore. Since you brought this up, I don't see Mahomes fucking sucking and his team being terrible. I don't see him using it as an excuse that Tyreek Hill's gone. I'm pretty sure he went fucking 440 last night and ran two touchdowns in. And overcame fucking not being able to throw the ball down the field because of the defense being played. So ho hold the fuck on here. Mm. Hold on. He threw the if, ball. If Lamar Jackson doesn't have any fucking. If Lamar Jackson's won an MVP and doesn't have any receivers. Are you going to give him the benefit of the doubt? Does he? Oh, is no. it the DM's fault that he doesn't have help? We know who MVPs are in this league, bro. They're fucking the guy that's controversial for whatever reason. Whether controversial? It's Go look at Lamar's numbers from his MVP year. That's earned. That's not controversy. They were 14-2. and two. 
I, I didn't say that. What I'm saying is we know the last two years Aaron Rodgers earned an MVP. He didn't yeah. deserve both of those MVPs. It was because he's a fucking weirdo and he's a clickbait. And he the didn't deserve them? He deserved one. I don't know about the, You're telling me the NFL MVP every year is the deserveable guy. Tell me. Break down if, the MVP. If I, I mean, I, I don't know everybody off the top of my head, but I don't really ever oh, remember. The only time I've ever really looked at the MVP and gone, really, is when they split the MVP between Manning and Steve McNair one year. That was the only time I've ever been like, why are they splitting the MVP? Other than that, it pretty much goes to the best player every year. If anything, I thought Brady should have won the MVP last year, but Aaron was second, and he still he won. So, I mean, what what what's the debate? If he's that fucking great, he should be able to elevate his goddamn receivers. Period. He has though. He has. He has. They're three and six. No, they scored not, nine points not, at the worst defense this year. I've ever I'm talking seen. about in the history. He has done that. Not this year. I agree with you. Well, I'm yeah, okay. Every good quarterback elevates receivers. They're also very talented. Montana had Bryce and Taylor. If he would have had fucking Bryce and, and Major, it probably wouldn't have gone over too well. So I'm just saying, bro, like good quarterbacks are supposed to be able to overcome this kind of shit. I'm gonna it's tell not you, just go load my team up. Give me pieces so I can win. I'm gonna tell How you, about I'm, overcoming uh, I watched this Chief game last night. Um, he threw the ball 63 times, and he made those critical runs with his feet that one that got him in the football game to, to have that opportunity. Um, I don't know if you watched him play last night. I don't know if how many balls snap. how many balls you saw him throw into the dirt, but I think Mahomes has an injury that nobody's talking about. And I saw it last night happen, and I saw some balls that just died on him, and every single ball was thrown at his feet late in that fourth quarter if you didn't watch the game or see that time. I'm talking to the crowd. If you guys didn't see Mahomes, balls dying out on him, I think there's something up with him, and you're going to find out. 63 throws last night, Matt, is a fucking lot of throws. When that, you're yeah, around. it is, but I, I also saw him fucking lace one to Kelsey at 30 yards down the field with his feet off the ground getting hammered. So Tennessee was all over him all night. They hit him constantly, sacked him a bunch. They were coming from everywhere. The Wiley, the right tackle, was getting butchered. I I I mean, I, I don't think he's hurt. I think that he's great. I think he overcame it and came back last night and won in overtime. You know, regardless of who his fucking receivers are. They were bracketing Kelsey and took him out of the game completely. He still had over 100 yards. They force-fed him. He found backup tight ends consistently. They they abandoned the run when they got down, and they just started throwing the fuck out of the rock, and greatness prevailed, and Malik Willis threw the ball 16 times, and you know, I don't know if that kid can play or not because they won't let him throw the ball. So, well, that it, tells you he can't play. I mean, that's really again. What I, I don't know that if they won't let him throw the goddamn ball. Well, Matt, I'm not going to throw the ball with a fucking blind left-handed kid. Why either. is he playing? Uh, he's shitty. He's shitty. I mean, I, I've been saying it from the gate. He's not he's ready. That's why I don't know why he's they don't start the veteran behind him. Like, well, I agree with that. Then he shouldn't be playing if he can't throw the ball or if they don't believe in him to do anything. Yeah, I'm saying you're really making it hard on fucking Derrick Henry. I mean, you can't even throw. Now, Matt, now, Matt, I disagree with that scenario, what we talked earlier about Aaron Rodgers. Now I am loading the fucking box, and I am telling you to beat me over the top. Well, they, they did load the box on him, and he still went off. So it, it, Tannehill can figure out a way to fucking get healthy and hopefully – 
I mean, fuck, the Broncos play Tennessee next week in Tennessee, so I hope Malik Willick still plays because he struggled. Um, but if Tannehill comes back, that team is pretty fucking formidable, bro. Derrick Henry's a goddamn animal. Hey, what 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 Vrabel's done right now, I'm going to be honest with you, they could have very, very easily won that game last night. Uh, what Vrabel's done, especially with the quarterback situation they have, and, and even when, the, when, when Tannehill's healthy, Matt, he's not a fucking top echelon quarterback at oh, that. Oh, not even close. I agree. You got a team that he does – wonders with in my opinion uh i i, it, I think they're they are literally a quarterback away i was wrong on the colts i thought they were a quarterback away they just got the I wrong guy I, I i i do think though like if brady's out of tampa bay next year and he wants to keep playing tennessee it, it just it fits so perfectly in my opinion with tom run the fuck out of the ball you got good pieces rashawn woods is there you can go get some receivers and then go and see what you got no, I agree. Uh, Tom Brady, first quarterback ever to break a hundred thousand yards. Um, Crazy, and that comeback, that that last drive, that's what fucking greatness is, folks. That shit was fucking legit. What? Let me ask you though, is Tom Brady? I know you got to get out of here. Tom Brady. Let me ask you two things: Is Tom, is Tom Brady dead or alive? Um, what Super happened alive. to the Rams this year? What has happened to the Rams? And should Justin Fields really, really consider looking at being a running back because he looked like fucking Aaron Dickerson last night? Alive, very alive. They will win the South and host a playoff game. They'll finish 10-7 and seven or some shit. Uh, the Rams are depleted. They, lost, they won the Super Bowl, and they lost Whitworth, and they lost Saffold, and they lost OBJ, and everybody's just – they know it's the cup and 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 uh, Safford, you know, show. They can't run the football. Um, they sold out to get all these assets to win the Super Bowl, and they did. And this is what happens afterwards. So they're going to have to really look at themselves hard in the offseason. And I, look, McVay's already said it. When Cup, Safford, Ramsey, and Donald are done, and I think it's a year or two away that all of them are gone. He's gone. So the Rams are going to be fucking two and seventeen here, or two and fifteen here, pretty soon, and playing for the number one pick again. But they did win a Super Bowl, so mission accomplished. Um, and then Justin Fields, fuck no, he should not move to running back. He should keep developing because he's he's got he's he's got something. He's fucking good, man. He's just a ball player, and I don't know if he can throw the ball consistently, but he looks like Chicago's version of Lamar Jackson, and they they're doing what they want to do on offense, which is. Run the ball, control the clock, and if they they've traded a bunch of guys, so you know they're gonna be in the future, gonna be reloading and restocking around them. And I mean, shit, man, I hope it works out. Chicago hasn't had a quarterback since McMahon. Fuck, and he was not very good. Um, let me ask you this: I get you out of here. Uh, people in the chat are all thinking that uh, I'm trying to explain to them this is the difference between soft society and what two they think we're mad at each other. Two alpha males talking and arguing and fucking having a good show. This is are actually you, fucking fun. Are you, show. Like, you guys like it. Are you seriously saying that these fucking pussies think we're mad at each other? Yes. Are you That's kidding me right now? That. that is America, dog. Dog, they really are. I can't see the chat, thank God. But they really think that we're angry at each other over Let this. Me give you quote. Let me give you the statement of the whole chat. Coach AB, this is how you lost Sarah. Calm down. You're comparing me to Sarah, you nutless motherfucker. All right, I have to go, bro. I got to go. I, I love you. <laughs> You're my dog. All these people on fucking 
the, hey. America's hell, going to hell in a handbasket, bro. Like, this is how you lost Sarah. Hey. Fuck yourself in your house right now, fuck boy. Hey, that's like that's like fucking the biggest disrespect uh, to Matt in dog, the world. Like, what kind of shit is what? Really? That's how you see me, man. I have a have a blessed day. Whoever said that, you. Oh boy, hey. JB. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Love hey, you, uh, I got to talk to you about the merch, though. I got to get you, uh, find some time later on. We'll chop it up. I'll show you what to do. Yeah, fucking A. You're my man. Take All it right, easy, later. brother. <laughs> love you. Oh, I love you, too. I'm so mad. Oh, my God. Uh, um, all right. Um, holy fuck, dog. We're soft. God damn. Go play some video games, motherfuckers. That's how you soft fucks operate. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I believe Justin Fields is a fucking running back. Jason Whitlock just texted me the topics for today. I can't wait to fucking go off. And you better not ask me about Kyrie Irving, Jason Whitlock. We are going to have a fucking implosion, and your fucking show is going to go viral. I can't wait. Um, man, I love the mornings. All you guys, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. And let me give you a little dabble into what last chance q is about to do tomorrow as we launch the world premiere of last chance q with me and sean salisbury i want to make sure take a look at what we are going to do on this commercial break for two minutes i'm gonna get me a coffee and take a piss i'll be right back hit the like button subscribe i got you for another hour by myself and i got a lot of shit to dive into plus tonight's football game stay tuned segment of this show um, we're moving right along. Um, first and 10 is uh, brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code CoachJB. CanadipCBD. We're right here. First down. It's first down. Uh, we're going to get into this. Um, this, uh, this show, first and 10, right on the bottom there. Um, Trevor Lawrence, is he a bust, Sean? Uh, that is the question right now, the $10 million question, because that's what he's going to end up wanting uh, in his first rookie contract deal that he's going to end up expiring next year. Uh, he's probably going to want $50 million. Who knows what they get now? It's, the market has just been set so high. Um, and I got to be devil's advocate, Sean. Uh, I can't you wait to hear you. You quitting on him? I you can't wait him to already? No, Jason Whitlock asked me the other day. Is He thinks he's a bust. And I said, listen, first of all, this guy went in. Let me just go start here. Let me start here, Sean. You know better than anybody. How many quarterbacks can you name on your finger, on your hand, that has gone to a horrible organization and has been blossomed, been good, been great? I mean, Peyton Manning, I believe, without Edrin, you know, he had to get Edrin James at the right time. He had to get Marvin Harrison at the right time. Troy Aikman, he had to get Emmitt. He had to get that old line. He had to get Michael Irvin at the right time. Uh, his first year, he went one in fifteen, Sean. So, like, how many guys really blossom on bad organizations? And I got to be devil's advocate here, Sean. Trevor Lawrence went into a team last year with Urban Meyer, who rather not fly back with the team, who was a college guy, just not was not ready. College guys don't translate to NFL. NFL guys don't translate to college. I don't care what you say. There's only been two humans in the world that has done both: Jimmy Johnson and Pete Carroll. So I don't see it. I think the guy deserves a chance. I think he's talented. Um, I just I, I, I just asked the question, Sean, what is Eli Manning if he didn't demand a trade right. when he got drafted by the Chargers? Is he Phillip Rivers with no Super Bowls? Or is he Eli Manning? 
Oh, I think you're probably correct about that. And I, I think it's horseshit, honestly, for us. Yes, 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 yes. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. You got to hear a little snippet right there of me and Sean Salisbury. We are going to get after it. I just want you to know we are going to get after it, me and Sean. And uh, we're trying to eliminate the soft pussies in America. Shit. Um, man, I appreciate all you guys. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, Isaac Lords, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If you rated me 5.8, you are absolutely shit. You haven't seen nothing yet. I can't wait. I want to get Isaac Lords rankings every single last chance Q show episode. I'm going to ask Isaac Lords for his ranking as the show goes on. I love it. Uh, let me get into a few things I haven't talked about yet. <sighs> the Astros won the World Series in six games. Sean Salisbury is very excited about that, by the way. Uh, man, I'm taking the Ravens tonight, Alan. I got to take the Ravens tonight. Um, having said that, though, uh, the, the Saints just... I don't know, man. The Saints are hit and miss. They, 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 they shut out the Raiders. Uh, they look great on defense. Then they then they they look shitty on defense the next week because the quarterback plays average. So I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see how that's going to work. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens to pull it out though. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lamar struggles again from the pocket and and, and the Saints keep him in the pocket, make him throw the football. And and what coach Roman offense are we going to see tonight? Are we going to see a team that comes out, spread out, throwing the football around with Lamar? Or are we going to see a team that gets back in a 32 personnel, runs triple option, RPO game? That is what's going to be interesting. I can't wait to talk to uh, Sean about it tomorrow on the show. Uh, LeBron loses against the Cavaliers for only the second time and the first time since 2011. The Cavs start out 8-1 and one with eight straight wins. We, I know the NBA is fucked <clears throat> when the Cavs are winning. <laughs> I know we're fucked when the Cavaliers are winning the East. <clears throat> um, Tom Brady passed for 100,000 yards. Uh, first quarterback ever to throw for that many miles. Uh, he's thrown for miles now. I mean, that's just what we got to say. Alvin Kamara has punched a man in Las Vegas Casino. A new video shows it. We already know the deal. I told you about that. Um but that's what we got. Shitbirds America. That is what it is. D.C. police arrest a second teen involved in the shooting of Commander's rookie running back Bijan Robinson. Uh, two teens that were arrested were 14 and 16 year old kids um, during the crime, but have uh, <clears throat> both have had birthdays since. <laughs> so now they're going to be trialed as adults. Robinson made his debut yesterday against the uh, Vikings. And uh, he didn't do very well. Uh, Washington defense alignment legend, uh, two-time Super Bowl champ Dave Butts has died. I bet you there's only a couple people in this chat that knows who Dave Butts is. Probably me and Sean Waffle. Brian Robinson uh, Simpson, uh, thank you very much. I knew I, 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 knew I, I thought I heard I, say, I said that because I was talking about Bijan on the draft board of Mel Kuyper. So that's why I said Bijan. Brian Robinson got shot, not Bijan. Uh, correct myself. Uh South Florida fires Jeff Scott after four and 26 after season three. I think I just talked about that earlier and uh, showed you the tweet from the president of the college, which is crazy to me. 
And then the Washington Commanders are expected to sell for between five and six billion dollars. Everyone and their mama has thrown in a bid. Uh, Jay Z, you you got fucking. I've heard LeBron, Jay Z. I've heard fucking. Uh, now I've heard RG three. Like what the fuck are we doing? Um, I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, I got to move on in the show, though. I want to get down to this Sunday's NFL games. We didn't get to talk about a lot. We we started the show off with a bang. I appreciate it. We had over 650 people in here live. Uh, much love to all you guys that join every morning. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're not a member, it's the best $1.99 you can buy. The launch of Last Chance Q comes out tomorrow. Me and Sean Salisbury, former NFL college football, number one, former number one player in America coming out of high school. Many years ago, Sean Salisbury, he was on ESPN for 15 years. Great analyst, knows his shit, and is just like me. We keep it real, and we're going to talk, laugh, joke, and uh, get after it. So Last Chance Q premieres tomorrow. Can't wait for that. Um, How close is – I I just got to break this thing down. I want to break this down. The Chiefs came back last night. We watched the game. We know Mahomes threw it 68 times. I wasn't very impressed. Uh, He made plays to win the game, so I kudos to him for running with his feet, making plays at the end of the game, getting it done. Great job for him. Um, But, you know, 68 times um, against a defense that has no quarterback. So you got to understand, you're going against a team that has no quarterback to combat you, and you barely pulled that one off. Much love to Vrabel. I know there's no moral victories in this game, but that was a moral victory, in my opinion, as far as NFL, speaking about the NFL. There's no moral victories, though. I'm not, I'm not going to go back. I'm just going to tell you. There is no moral victories. But what he did last night with that Tennessee team, to sh- to they should have won the game, but with Malik Willis, who can't throw fucking football from me to you, um, is very impressive, and I, I is Tennessee very is, is Tennessee close to being a, an elite team? And can you see another playoff battle between the Chiefs and Tennessee or Buffalo and Tennessee? Uh, I'm curious. Um, Tennessee was up 17-9, man, had an eight point lead, and uh, very very uh interesting how you could not score a point in the second half it's just because of the quarterback play malik willis is not ready but what do i know i've only said that here on this show many times um i gotta ask so the jets pull off a a, a great win my kid jermaine sacked uh, J- J- uh josh allen for a big time sack in the late in the game jets pull off a huge win after losing to new england New England has run off a few games in a row now after losing with the whole Mac Jones zappy debacle. Now we seem to be look I mean fuck they're they're playing great defense. Belichick looks like a mastermind once again and New England now again are they a factor? Is New England a fucking formidable opponent in this thing and then did they just become a playoff team? I'm very interested in your takes. I don't know if you're going to be able to get Miami Buffalo, the Jets, and New England, they look like the NFC East looks like the NFC West was supposed to look. Or the AFC West. The NF, the AFC East looks like how the AFC West should have looked. That is what's really changed, and the demographic of the NFL has changed this year alone 
because the AFC West was so loaded. Everyone talked about it. Everyone fucking anointed it as the greatest thing since sliced fucking bread. I tell you guys every day, stop anointing so many fucking things so quickly because you don't know what's going to happen. And you put your foot in your mouth and the AFC West is really, really shitty for the most part. And the Raiders are absolutely horrific. Derek Carr is fucking horrible. I can't wait to break this guy down on Last Chance Q. Denver's a shit show. The Chargers are fucking bad and injured as fuck. And then you got the Chiefs pulling out close games, staying alive. They're right there in the East with Buffalo. Um, But the AFC East, New England now is playing good. The Jets just beat Buffalo. Buffalo's good, we know. And Miami's winning games with Tua. The AFC East is what the AFC West should have been. That's what people ain't saying. So, interesting to see this breakdown as we go along the season. Does the AFC East get three teams in? Do they get four? There's no way. There's no fucking way. I don't understand because somebody's getting left out. Is it going to be the Ravens? Is it going to be the Bengals? Because only I only see one of those teams getting in now. I only see one of those teams in that NFC AFC North getting in now. Because you still got Tennessee in the AFC South. It is going to be very, 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 very interesting in the AFC. The AFC is a very, very interesting situation. Because the Bills are right there. The fucking Jets are there. New England's there again. And Miami's in there. AFC North. Bengals and the Ravens are competing for one spot, in my opinion. And in the AFC South, you got the Titans by themselves. And then in the AFC West, you got the Chiefs. And that looks like it. That looks like it. So who is going to get left out? Who is going to get left out? <sighs> this motherfucker said Derek Carr threw for 250 yards. What are we? What am I talking about? <laughs> Alan, did you hear what this motherfucker Bruce Helms just said? Derek Carr threw for 250 yards. What am I talking about? motherfucker that's what that was that was the ticker to fucking before my head blows up because of how stupid you are and the shit that you fucking say that was the ticker time bomb motherfucker holy shit this guy says some shit holy fuck he says some crazy shit homie this motherfucker says some crazy shit i think bruce helms is a crackhead i think he's very crack-ish like Jamie Foxx said, he's very crack-ish. I think he's meth head. I think he's wired up on coffee, Adderall, and fucking Xanax. And I think he snorts coke. I think he lives in his mom's basement. I think he's 600 pounds. And I think he calls everything out to what we already know. And he just wants clicks and likes. And he's a troll. And I, I just broke down Bruce Helms in a nutshell. Much love to you, Bruce Helms. For being in here every day. Dog, love it. Love it. The Raiders' biggest problem. 
Come on, Gordon Mamon. Come on, Mamon. Pinchy Mamon. What are you talking about, S.A.? It's Derek Carr, homie. Fuck. What do you mean? What do you mean? Who's, what's their biggest problem? <laughs> Come on, man. It's Derek Carr, A. J- Jacobs or uh, McDaniels, B. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> come on, dog. Um, come on, man. Give me a break. They're bad. Um, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, I don't get it. It's fucking bad. I'm just gonna be honest with you. What happened to the fucking Rams? God damn. I guess they just. They just blew their wad, dog. They blew their wad. They busted it up. They couldn't get it done. Cooper Cup still had fucking eight for 127. Um, I don't know what's happened to the Packers, dog. I really don't know what's happened to the Packers. Um, the Packers have really, really been disappointing. They're very, very shitty. Uh, man, Cam, you should have, dog. You should have rolled up. Should have rolled up. I'm about 30 minutes. I gotta go to Chino in a minute. I gotta, I gotta, I got a big appointment out in the valley. I gotta get ready for I gotta get as soon as the show ends, I'm getting in the shower. I'm getting I'm rolling out. I gotta pick up my boy Spree. And then we gotta head to a function in uh Woodland Hills. So I'm gonna be in the valley, Woodland Hills later on today. And uh I'll be out there, man. So uh I gotta go to Chino to pick Spree up, though. You should have told me. Um Pete Carroll and the and the and the Seahawks continue to win football games. Kyler Murray looks like a motherfucking mental midget who we know right now he's 0-2 since the release of Call of Duty. We already know that. I've shared that. It's a bad situation. He's a slapdick. I can't believe it. Um, it is what it is. Josh Allen loses, though. Uh, again in the cr- in the clutch. He looked like he a little bit struggled in the clutch once again. Um Again, any games get tight. He struggles, and I keep saying it, but what do I know? I don't know nothing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers fails to get the Packers on track. They're fucking three and six. The Lions are atrocious, and you couldn't beat them. Oh, man, unbelievable to me. Rodgers is done. The, the, the Green Bay is done. I disagree with Matt when, when I – I still believe – I agree with him when he says you got to be great and make guys great and all that. Well, Rodgers has done that. He's made Van Scantling and them great. For the last two years, he's won MVPs with arguably one receiver. No tight ends. At some point, you got to give the guy some fucking help. If Tom Brady gets him, if Kirk Cousins gets help, if Joe Burrow has help, if all these guys have all these big-time wideouts, Kansas City, Miami, they all got big-time wideouts. So why would you not give the best ball spinner wideouts? Like, I'm curious. At least Stafford has Cup. Like, Rodgers has nobody. So we agree, disagree. It's all good. That's what conversations create, great conversations, disagreements. Um, The Packers have lost five straight. Um, Is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? Um. I don't know, man. It's going to be very interesting. Very, very interesting, um, to say the least. Um, the loss puts the Packers tied with the Bears at three and six. <laughs> Second place, by the way, in the NFC North, which is absolutely atrocious. The NFC North is fucking horrible. 
Joe Mixon had a career day, five touchdowns. He helped my fantasy draft, uh, my, my draft Kings. He helped tremendously. Um, and he also had 22 carries for 153, four touchdowns rushing, caught a touchdown. Mixon had to be the offensive player of the week yesterday at the running back position. Uh, I know they're going to probably give it to a quarterback like Mahomes or, or someone like that, but Mixon absolutely had a ball game for the career, uh, you know, one of the career ball games. Um, Higgins led the re six, seven catches, 60 yards was basically all without chase. They get it done with Mixon. Uh, Baker Mayfield came off the bench. Um, you know, it's fucking weird that that Walker's been doing pretty well. You're anointing him. The 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 fucking Panthers have been playing decent. He throws two picks. You bring in fucking Baker Mayfield. He don't really do shit. He throws a touchdown later in the game, and they got blown out. I mean, fuck, dude. Zach Wilson and the Jets make a statement. Um, we already know we beat. They beat the Bills. Uh, Wilson was only 18 of 25, efficient, but 185 yards. It's not enough to win a fucking Super Bowl, but but nobody's throwing for yards no more. I mean, we had Mahomes throw for big numbers last night. Brady's done it a few times this year. Allen's done it a few times this year. Other than that, dog, we haven't seen the 350, 400-yard games consistently like we once used to see. Like we once used to see. You don't see it no more. You don't see it no more. So I don't know. I, I wanted I wanted to talk to you about my worst five performances of the week on the at the NFL level real fast. All right. I'm gonna it's on the ticker below. My worst performances. Packers number one, Colts number two, Raiders three, Bills four, Cardinals five. That's JB's worst performances of the week. Brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. Head on over to CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code CoachJB. And get you 20% off. Um, CandidatesCBD.com. Um, dog, the Packers just didn't show up. The Colts absolutely are atrocious. I don't know how Frank Wright keeps his gig. The Raiders just continue to piss down their leg with a loaded roster because their quarterback's not very good. And if you don't see that, then you're just not very smart and you don't know football. So don't even debate me. Derek Carr is horrible. He's atrocious. He's a fucking joke. And if you don't get rid of him soon, you're wasting that talent on the roster for the Raiders. And we're seeing it in front of our very fucking own eyes every single week. And then you have the Cardinals, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Kyler Murray arguing with top, uh, with with fucking uh, Hopkins on the sideline now. He's arguing with everybody. He's a bitch-made cat. We already know it. He can't get along with Kingsbury. He can't get along with his receivers. He's an absolute joke. Like, when are we going to say enough is enough and eat crow? I got to eat crow. You got to eat crow. You fucked up. You paid the wrong motherfucker. I've been saying it, but what do I know? Um, and then Justin Fields, dog, comes in. He 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 comes in the game and, and, and runs for over 200 yards at the quarterback position in the NFL. But he cannot throw to save his life. He threw a fucking few good footballs, okay? He threw a few good balls. Zach Smith said he threw a couple balls that he needs a couple wideouts. Maybe Justin can be the guy. Like I said, out of all quarterbacks in the NFL, I've said it on record, I wouldn't mind coaching Smith 
I mean, uh, Fields over anyone else. I think I could coach Justin Fields and get him right over any other quarterback. Having said that, though, the progression and the way that I see him getting higher and higher and higher as far as progression is not very good. I see him becoming an elite athlete at the position. I don't become. I don't see him becoming an elite quarterback. I think he's an elite athlete. He looks like fucking sweetness, Walter Payton out there running. He does not look like a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He looks like a Super Bowl winning running back, and that is the problem. And you can get him all the wideouts you want, dog. We can get Lamar Jackson all the wideouts he wants. Bottom line is, though, if you can't get him to football, what the fuck does it matter? So, I don't know. That's just me, dog. That's just me. Uh, I'm not hating. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, you know, I think Justin Fields looks like a freak of nature at running back. I don't think he's a great quarterback. But, again, the Bears are in every football game. They're trading away their defense. And I think it's unfair to Justin Fields for the position they're putting him in. And at the same time, they are one snap away from being so fucking irrelevant because Justin Fields gets hurt. So you might as well put him at fucking running back if you're going to run him fucking that many times. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, dog. Keep it real. Keep it real. QB school. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. But he just ran for 200 yards. As funny as that sounds, QB school, he just ran for 200 yards at quarterback. <laughs> what great quarterbacks do you see winning Super Bowls? Um, running for 200 yards. I want to know. Show me a quarterback that's ran for 200 fucking yards in a football game that's won a Super Bowl. I want to see it. No, you're lying, Bruce Helms. You're lying. You're lying. Shut the fuck up. Steve Young didn't run for 200 yards and won a Super Bowl. He threw five fucking touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He didn't win a Super Bowl until he stopped running around. Go fucking look it up. Don't get me started, Bruce Helms. You don't know what you're talking about, sir. You don't know. I don't know what to call you. Son, sir, what are you? Are you a little boy? Are you an old-ass fat man in your mom's basement? What are you? It is not. He did not win running around. He lost when he was running around. To Dallas Cowboys in the NFC title game twice. When he became a pocket passer, he won a Super Bowl and threw the football to fucking John Taylor, Jerry Rice, T.O. Later. Shut the fuck up, Bruce Helms. Show me where he ran for 200 yards and win the Super Bowl. I want to see it. Bruce Helms says some weird shit. He says some weird old shit. Uh... Come on, Justin Saunders. Yeah, I believe his fucking personal life. Wouldn't his personal life affect you? 
When does personal life affect you for the same thing? Come on, dog. Um, why, why are we bringing up things that are totally against what I said? I said, show me a guy that's ran for 200 yards and won a Super Bowl. And motherfuckers are showing me guys that ran for 180 yards against the Packers. <laughs> Dog, did you hear what I said? I said, show me a guy that's ran for 200 and won a Super Bowl. Not for 184 and one in the NFC title game. Why don't people listen instead of hear me? Kaepernick? Are you shitting me? Yeah, he ran for 180. And they lost in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Holy fuck, dog. I said, show me a guy that's ran for 200 and won a Super Bowl. That's what I said. Who the fuck is French Rick? Oh, Frank Reich. Holy fuck, Luke Dobby. Come on, Luke Dobby. Jesus Christ. You kidding me? Who the fuck is Frenchy Richie? <laughs> Frank Reich, homie? Shit, I got to teach fucking math. I got to teach science. I got to teach fucking biomechanics. I got to teach spelling. Fucking proper fucking grammatical error in fucking class. Holy shit. Man, I told you guys about Mario Cristobal, dog. I'm not going to keep going into that. I told you about that shit. Anyway, before I get out of here today, can the Saints slow down Lamar Jackson? The Ravens are coming out beating the Bucks and the Saints, uh, and the Saints knocked off the Raiders. Those are their last two games, respectively. Saints shut out the Raiders. The, 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 the Ravens got the Bucks in Tampa. Can the Saints slow Lamar? And then who's going to play quarterback for the Saints? And can they move the football efficiently? I don't know. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens tonight against the the, 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 the Saints. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think uh, Lamar's tight end is out, though, from what I'm hearing. So if that's the case, oh, shit. Then some things have changed, and I don't know what they're going to do on the edge. Uh, is 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 Dobbins going to be a factor, or or who's the, who's the other receiver they got? Fucking, they don't have any receivers, dog. And if fucking Andrews is out, oh, shit. I don't know. I would tell you right now, if I'm the D coordinator for the Saints, I'm fucking loading the box. And I'm going to tell you to run the football, Lamar Jackson, because I know you can't throw it. And I'm going to load the fucking box. That's what I'm going to do. So that's just me. That's what I'm saying. Um, So, you know. Um, uh, I'll be on Jason Whitlock later on today. Make sure you catch that one later. He airs it at four o'clock Pacific every single day. I'm on there for Mondays, as you know. Uh, I do have an appointment though, so I just texted him and said I gotta get out of here. Um, 
So we'll see what what happens. Um, is Frank Reich fired? I don't see it anywhere. I haven't seen that. Um, where do you guys see that at? Makes sense. Makes sense that he's fired. I mean, I figured he'd be fired. I mean, that's just really what it is. I figured he'd be fired. Um, shit, man, my phone blows up. Um, I figured he'd be fired. I just didn't know when. Um, yeah, bad situation there in Indianapolis, bro. Bad deal there. Bad fucking deal. Um, I mean... We just got Frenchie Richie fucking fired, dog. Frenchie Richie, you just called it up, man. You can't. You spoke it into existence, dog. Um. You you spoke it into existence. I'm the new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, live on my show right here. <laughs> oh fuck, dog. Uh. Cliff Kingsbury could be fired as early as today as well, from what I've heard. I don't know if that's going to happen. They may say, you know what, we're going to do it after the season because we don't want to pay you out because of the money we've already given to our fucking video game quarterback. So maybe they stick it out with him. I don't know. But Cliff Kingsbury looks like a de- he's, there's blood in the water. We're smelling it. He's fucked. He's done. Let's just keep it real. Um, You know. Um, so that's just what it is. I think that, um, um, so who replaces Frank Reich? That's going to be the next thing. Who replaces Frank Reich? Who knows, dog? Do they give Rule a chance? I don't see it. They're going to go after somebody. Does Bill O'Brien get it? Does Bill O'Brien get it? Um, Does Bill O'Brien get the next head coaching job for the Colts? Because I'm just telling you, that's something out there. That's something out there that could happen. Um. I also heard in the news that Kyrie Irving could be retiring because they told him he has to do six things. And he's like, fuck you. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, so we're wait, I'll wait to see. Uh, Jeremiah just sent me a DM. I see that. Uh, thanks a lot for that. Uh, so they fired him. Um, hey, it is what it is, dog. It is what it is. Um, they fired him. And somebody just sent me, Coach Rubley just sent me something that West Virginia fired uh, Neil Brown. Did they fire him? Did that happen? You can always check on footballscoop.com if you guys don't know about it. Football Scoop, it it always has that um, information on there. So you can always go to the scoop. The scoop will give you the, uh, the, the, it'll give you to you before, okay? It will give it to you before 
uh, ESPN for the most part. That's real shit. Football Scoop is a great, great avenue. Um, Indianapolis Colts, Frank Reich has been fired. This has probably already been on here for a while. Um, and then you got the Pac-12. The league could have a new member as early as this week, according to a report. So somebody's coming into the Pac-12. I don't know who that is. Um, Paul Pascaloni, good friend of mine, used to be the head coach at Syracuse and the Dallas Cowboys, uh, was with the Dallas Cowboys and Bill Parcells. He was just let go for the Carolina Panthers. Steve Wilkes has uh, announced that. Jeff Scott got fired by South Florida. Uh, UNLV, director of player personality, has resigned. Uh, da, 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 da. So I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything. But I was surprised that Missouri, they re-upped um, Drinkowitz, Durkowitz, whatever the fuck his name is. So they re-upped him. I don't know why that is. It's interesting to me. Um, I don't know, man. I think Neil Brown, if he got fired at West Virginia, um, I mean, all these jobs, there's gonna, dog, there's going to be a million jobs coming open. I'm just going to be honest. There's going to be a million jobs coming open here soon. So uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, we'll see. Jim Harbaugh to Indy. I don't think Jim Harbaugh leaves the NFL right now. Levictus, whatever your name is. Levictus. Is that your real name, homie? Um. Well, I said that he's going to get seven wins at KU, so I'm sticking to that. Wonder if Sarah will pay me if I win. I'll pay her. <laughs> hey, didn't we bet? Hey, isn't it a better bet? Let me keep it real. If I lose, dog, I'm going to send her 100, homie. I'm going to send her 100 some way. I think I got a Venmo. I'll send her 100 bucks. Do you think she'd pay me if, if she loses? Because I we bet KU's going to win seven games. Did we not? See how people are, though? People forget that. People forget all about that shit. I'm curious. Will she pay me if I if KU gets seven wins? <laughs> That's just what the world we live in, dog. I'm gonna pay my set. I'm gonna pay the hundred dollars if 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 they don't get seven, homie. Real shit. Yes, sir. They're gonna get seven. Who do they have left? Who do they have left, Jack? Jack, who do they have left? They got Texas. They got K-State. Who else they got? Who else do they got? Texas and K-State, is that it? Luke Dobby broke national news right here on the Coach JB Show. He said that fucking French Richie was going to get fired, and he did. Um... That's Frank Reich to all people that know how to speak, spell, and read English language. Frank Reich, according to Luke Dobby, is French Richie. He made that right here. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But see, K, so listen, though. KU has three opportunities to win seven games. Let's make sure we're clear here. They have, a, they have two opportunities against Texas and uh, K-State, and then they got a bowl game already. They're a six-win team. They already got a bowl win. So who can they get in the bowl win? So they're going to get seven.
Yeah, I know you guys head over to Pat's show today. He's going to have all the breaking news on the Indianapolis Colts, I'm sure, over on Pat McAfee's show. Shout out to the boys and all them. Um, <clears throat> man, it's been a fire-ass first start of the week here on this Menace Monday. Thanks to Zach joining us, Matt joining us. Tomorrow's show is going to be fire. Um, we have a special guest, country western singer, will be joining us live during the show. Um, I can't tell you who he is. You'll see who he is. And then uh, we got some, he's going to play live on the show. That's going to be, we're going to rock this bitch out. Maybe White Oak can come in and rap over that motherfucker. I don't know. He's going to play guitar. He's going to have his guitar and everybody uh, is, is actually members of his band on the show live tomorrow morning. Uh, you'll know who it is when you watch the show. And uh, we got a great star set of lineup this week. And uh, can't thank you enough for hitting the like button, subscribe, and becoming a member today. And make sure you stay tuned for tomorrow's Last Chance Q world premiere with Sean Salisbury as we're going to get after it and break it down. Watch me later on on Jason Whitlock as I'll be there uh, 4 o'clock every day on Mondays with Jason Whitlock as I do Last Chance Q and give him the rundown on all this weekend's quarterback play. And uh, it's been a great one, man. I'm going to go get, get showered up, ready to go, and then I'll do the Whitlock show, and then I got to get out of here. I got to head to the Valley. If anyone is in the San Fernando, greater San Fernando Valley, hit me up. Come chop it up. I'll be at a few places today. Uh, DM me. Come through. Kick it. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow for Talk That Talk Tuesday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Every day. God willing, I'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate everybody, man, joining the show. And uh, as always, check me out tonight as I do the two-minute Fastest two minutes uh, when I break down this weekend's halftime game. Appreciate you guys, man. And uh, again, I'll check you out tomorrow. Peace.